Like, it's important to not keep all your eggs in one basket, too. True. Okay. Because uh, like when advice. I hide, when I hide stuff, I always have, and I'm, I'm like, okay, the acid's over here, the molly's over here, the mushrooms are over here, the fucking whatever. Da 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 da. Because uh, if they can find one thing, then I'm necessarily going to find everything. Because right. I'm a big target. Like I used to go through security, and I would bring an old pipe and like a half gram of weed. I'm like, hey, just let you know, this I have weed and a pipe. This is all I have. I'm a beer guy. I'm surrendering this to you. And they're like, okay, go for it. And then they leave you alone with yeah, everything else. Yeah, they leave me alone. And then I'm like, mwah. Pop pills at the Coachella. Hold my head in the weeds, man, I can't tell her. The fear that I feel, man, it might kill her. Man, it might kill her. It's the prep school, might kill her. With the drums and the grooves, so I would feel filler. I don't care what he say. I'm going to get my platinum back like I'm a half-ton gorilla. You can hang with homie on the low. Boy, so weak like a week ago. Well, well, well. Ari, where have you been? Why have you not done a podcast in over 20 days? Has that been that long? Well, all right. Whatever, you guys. I had stuff to deal with. I was at Mitzi Shores Memorial in Los Angeles. I had to go to LA for a little bit. I had just gotten back from Australia. And yeah, whatever. I don't know what to tell you. You guys should subscribe to this podcast. So that you don't lose track of me. Because when I go away again, you're going to be like, meh, Ari's gone. And then when I come back, you're not even going to know that I'm back. You know, at least Netflix and HBO app, they tell you like, hey, remember that show you were watching? There's a new season. You're like, oh, great. You got to go to the app, though. Just found out Westworld is back. I mean, I guess I saw the billboards. Ari, what are you doing? Introduce the episode. It's about music festivals, everybody. It's about music festivals, and I've been wanting to do this podcast for so long, over a year, over a year. In fact, I think, oh, fuck. Okay, I'm just telling, okay, just so you guys know where my head's at right now, I lost a notebook. I don't know where it is. I did not bring it back from Los Angeles. It was not in my suitcase, so that means it's gone. I sometimes lose little notebooks around here. I guess back up a little further. That's the thing I care about most in life is my notebooks. <laughs> I should care about more, but like nothing else can bother me that much. I've, I've successfully battled my hoarding for a long time. If I lose things, I lost a T-shirt in in um, what was that for? In Perth, went for a walk at the uh, the King's Gardens. Sun was out, so you know, guns were out. And then I was walking along, I passed some guys like, oh, lovely day for the shirt off, getting some vitamin D. But he said it all, and like, cross the bar, I'm going to die. And I was like, yeah, I'll probably put my shirt back on soon, though. It's getting kind of hot. And then I reached down, and it wasn't there. So I was like, fuck. So I retraced my steps for about 30 minutes, and then I'm like, what am I doing? It's gone. It was a good t-shirt, though. It was one I got from Woot.com. This this minute, one minute section is brought to you by Woot.com. At Shirt Woot, you get a new free t-shirt, no, a new $10 t-shirt, free shipping, possibly $5 shipping, every week. It could be every day. I forget. I used to get a lot of t-shirts. Me and Redman would get a lot of t-shirts off Woot. I had some good ones, and this one was good. It was about uh, something to do with kittens. It was orange, good color, good message on there, understated black. My favorite black t-shirt? Come on, all right, get back into the episode. My favorite black t-shirt was ever was the one that I made for the Moon Tower Comedy and Oddity Festival. Um, this was when Trump was still running for president. So a couple years ago, I think he was just barely starting to run. 
people were starting to hate him for I don't know what some stuff stuff about Mexicans I think. Anyway, so I was uh, at the ping pong tournament. I play the heel. I like playing the heel. I talk a lot of shit to people that are some way better than me or worse than me. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to break spirits. And so they asked me to come back and do it again, and I did it again. And this is now when Trump was running. So I made a T-shirt. I had a one-off T-shirt made in Austin. I forget who made it. And the front, I came out, and the front said, uh, I love Trump. <laughs> I It was an I heart and then Trump. And I came out with my hands up. You know, they're like, please welcome Ari Shafir next to the table. And I came like that. They were like, boo, 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 is what they were all doing. And then, because uh, of people watching the audience. Ping pongers on stage, people watching the audience. Now, in fairness, I'm going to just tell you this right now. I'm not the best ping pong player in comedy. That person is, without a doubt, Judah Friedlander. There's no doubt about it. I would love to play him. I'd also love to interview him for this podcast about ping pong. And then I would also, another time, love to interview him about germophobia. He has been open to it and yet at the same time dismissive. Um, anyway, they were all booing me for my uh, I Love Trump t-shirt. And then I just turned around, did the fucking 180, give the thumbs to my back that was written on the t-shirt, fuck Austin. That shirt cost me like 15 bucks. Tops. Um. Anyway, where, where the fuck was I? How did I get to that? I mean, how did I get to that? This is a podcast about music festivals. How the fuck did I get to that? Ping pong, I mean, I have no idea. Okay, so my first music festival, I mean, besides the ones that were like community-run festivals in like D.C. and when I was little. I remember seeing Jimmy Eat World once at a fucking daytime festival we wandered into. But I mean, a full-on get tickets music festival. I believe, was the Ottawa Blues Fest. I went with me, Bobby Slayton, Mike Wilmot, Wilmot's wife. Um, I think a couple other people. Nobody I really remember. It was part of the JFL, Just for Laughs, uh, touring festival. I'll be back at Just for Laughs this year with Ari Shafir's renamed storytelling show. And I'm going to do my hour, Ari Shafir Jew. That's at the end of July. Oh, I guess I'm not supposed to announce that yet. Fucking these festivals always make you announce exactly the right time. Oh, what's going to happen? Are people going to get interested ahead of time? Sorry, Nick. I'm not going to edit this. I apologize, but I'm not going to start over. Um, anyway, so they sent me to Ottawa to see the Blues Fest. First place I saw Arcade Fire, and I fucking loved festivals. It's all day. It's all day. The next year I went back. I went there three years in a row. I went once with Big J. Three years in a row, I did comedy at the Ottawa Blues Fest. Tent one year, and then in this fucking, in like indoors the next two years, I think. And it was fucking great. Just watch band after band after band until the music is in your heart. Oh, I know. I wanted to do this podcast for a couple years. Did I say that? I did, right? How did I get from that to ping pong? I'm not high, if that's what you're thinking. I've not gotten high all day. I've actually battled it today. I was walking around feeling a little depressed because of my notebook. Full circle? Half circle, at least. I lost this fucking notebook. I don't know where the fuck it is. I'm starting to think the fucking TSA people stole it out of my bag when I checked it in. You know when sometimes they make you check it when you're like, sorry, we're all full in the overheads? 
I did the thing where I was like, well, let me get a valuable out of there. I took my laptop out of there and I'm carrying it. I was like, oh, and then, hold on. I also got to get my, my camera and I got my Zoom for the, the, this thing. And then I had a fucking bottle of water. So now I'm carrying all these things. I'm like, do you guys have a bag? And they're like, no. And I'm like, yeah, okay, but you're making me give my fucking suitcase and take all these valuables out of it. Can I get something to carry these fucking five things? Is it possible? I lo- No, I did not take my notebook out. Mm-mm, for sure I did not because I didn't even take my book out because I was going to sleep. Anyway, that, that should tell you my state of mind. I've, I've lost this notebook and it's killing me. I'm depressed. I don't know how I got out of the funk. Usually it's walking in the sun, but it's overcast today in, in L.A. I'm in New York. Tomorrow's going to be rainy. I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe seeing my girlfriend at home. Maybe getting late. I jerked off too much yesterday. There's that too. There's that too. I found like a rough sex website. <laughs> Fucking idiot. You don't have the balls to fuck me. Fucking get off. <laughs> this like should not exist in the Me Too era. It's giving dudes the wrong idea. Anyway, started Westworld. Where was I? Music festivals. So this one I wanted to do for a few years now. Oh, yeah. I'm aware that I haven't done a podcast in th- almost three weeks. Subscribe. HBO and Netflix apps. I don't know. Ryan Mervis is the festival king, everybody. I first became aware of his prowess at festivals when there was an OC Weekly, I believe, an Orange County Weekly uh, magazine article about the Coachella Music and Arts Festival. And it said, I don't know, I think it was something like 12 things that suck about Coachella. And the last one was just, it was like, you know, uh, beer prices are too high, um, you know, it's hard to get a good seat to Kendrick Lamar, whatever it is. And the last one just goes, at number 13, this guy. And it just shows a picture of Ryan Mervis, big, fat Ryan Mervis. You guys got to look at a picture of him. He looks like a Viking. I think he actually played a Viking in those uh, What's in Your Wallet commercials with the Vikings. He's perfect for Viking. And it was just him with his spirit hood on, this fucking animal print. It looked like He looked like the fucking bear from... The Muppet Show. Um, giant beard, giant red beard, shirtless, lying down on his back in the grass at one of these festivals, asleep. And it goes at number 13, this guy. And he was a front bartender of the comedy store. And we all loved it. He has since appeared in pictures in like a, a bunch of different. I went looking for it. And I found all these fucking, I mean, all these articles about Music festivals, why music festivals suck. It started reminding me how great they were. Seven types, what is this? Seven types of people we love at Coachella. There's Ryan Mervis. There's Ryan Mervis, April 19th, 2015. If you want to see what the spirit hood is, that's it. It's him hand in hand with a guy he probably just met. Fucking sunset reflecting off his glasses. God damn, music festivals are great. So I've been wanting to get Mervis because he goes every year to these things. Not just that one, but many others. And I've been wanting to get him on the podcast to talk about it. And the, but the thing is, I've moved back to, to New York. So every time I think about it, I'm in New York. When I used to go in, to the, in, in the winter to L.A., that's how long it was. I would always think about getting him on. It might have been two or three years th- maybe that I wanted to do this. And then I started to think, well, Ari, when you do have sponsors, they give you enough money to, like, if you wanted to, take all that sponsor money, fly Mervis out to New York – Put him up in a hotel for two days and do the interview that way. Maybe not give him the hundred bucks. 
And so I kept thinking of doing that. That's I know how I got in this. I know how I got into it. I fucking found it. I found it. I think that was one. Okay, so I had this notebook while I was traveling in Southeast Asia. A green notebook. And in that, I wrote some fucking truths to myself. Some things I realized I should do. And one of those things was to fly Mervis to New York. Take the sponsor money and spend all of it on flying Mervis to New York. Make it a break-even podcast, you know? It's not like I do sponsors all the time, but for that one that I do. Anyway, so then I'm thinking about that notebook. I got a couple new pieces of furniture because my furniture was fucking decrepit and falling apart. I don't have to justify getting furniture to you guys. A credenza and a... and a coffee table. And I got rid of a desk that I wasn't using much except for drugs. And to house an old iMac that I hadn't used in five years. I got to wipe. Um, and some mic cords. And that's it. And I took all those books away from the other thing. The other credenza. And among them were my fucking travel notebook. That I now cannot find that one either. Come on, man that you gotta be fucking kidding me no goddamn way no this one's here that brown one might be gone that's in la but this green one i wouldn't put it anywhere i wouldn't have put that anywhere that's still that's still here somewhere it's not on my fucking counter all right this is not podcast material this is bothering me though hold on let me just look under my bed i put a lot of books under there It's got okay. It's gotta be under there. It's gonna be under there. And the goldfinch. What? Um. Anyway, that's how I got into it with a notebook and then something else. I don't know. Uh, so Mervis is the festival king. He has such a good fucking time. It's infectious. I've never done one with him, but I was gonna go to uh, Burning Man this year. Except I got a hole in my ball, and um, a doctor pretty much ordered me to not go to Burning Man. In my camp would have been Duncan Trussell and also would have been one Ryan Mervis. The Merv, I think, on Instagram. Nope, it's Ryan Mervis on Instagram and Ryan Mervis on Twitter. R-Y-A-N-M-I-R-V-I-S. And Duncan came back from Burning Man loving it. I think he had been before. But one thing he reported on was, hey, man, do you know that guy Ryan Mervis? And I was like, yeah, of course. He used to be the front bartender. He's a comic at the comedy store. Um, of course I know Mervis. Everybody loves Mervis. And Duncan goes, bro, he is great at festivals. And I'm like, yeah, man. I didn't want to tell him that I've been trying to do this festival podcast with him for years. Because I would thought Duncan would steal it from me. Um. But everybody loves Mervis at festivals. See, also, seven types of douchebags you meet at Coachella. Uh, Twelve people. I was looking for this thing. Twelve people you meet at Coachella. The coffee meets bagel guy you went on three dates with. (laughs) How to deal with this, how to not deal with this. The flower crown princesses. How to deal with this, how to not deal with this. Your best friend from high school, whom you are definitely not friends with anymore. The guy who lost all his friends. (laughs) 
The guy who lost all his shirts. That's Mervis. The girl who gets on everyone's shoulders. The one compliment wonder. The misconnection. The one who won't stop taking video Snapchats. The one always, guys, put away your fucking phones at festivals and have a good time. Anyway, guys, they're great. And I went on a bunch of festivals. Ottawa Blues Fest three times. Uh, um, in San Francisco, Outside Lands I went to once. Found out at Outside Lands. So Big J made it very clear to me. Because he did this like warped tour, I think, or something to do with corn and, uh, and Insane Clown Posse. And so when he came to, to Outside Land, to uh, Blues Fest in Ottawa, Big J was like, hey, let's go sit in the sound booth or let's go try to go on stage. I'm like, we can't go on stage. He goes, yeah, we got our artist passes. And I was like, yeah, but I mean, not, those aren't really, we're not really the artists. And he was like, no, we are. And I was like, no, they mean musicians. And he goes, no, they mean anyone performing here. Daytime bands, nighttime bands, headliners, openers, and comics. Artist badge. It's all the same. And I was like, really? And we sat up. We watched a perfect circle on mushrooms inside the soundstage area. It fucking blew my mind, the porta potty lattice work with the moonlight coming in. And so I've been to a bunch of them. I went to Bonnaroo two times. Once uh, gave Michelle Wolf her first mushrooms. Make sure to watch her new Netflix show. It's coming out shortly, maybe right now. Also, make sure to watch the movie Tag, everybody. Tag, my my director of uh, This Is Not Happening, Digital Seasons 1 and 2, and TV Seasons 1, 2, and 3. He's got a new movie coming out with Hannibal and Jesse Helms. Definitely not, not his name. Ed Helms. Jeremy Renner, whom I did my first commercial ever with. And and then he went on to become the Arrow guy from Avengers, the lamest of all the Avengers characters. <laughs> the fucking what is that guy doing in there? Oh, seventeen minutes. I haven't even started yet. Anyway, they're fucking fun as shit. And when I discovered at Bonnaroo, is camping festivals are far better than eleven p.m. curfew festivals, which those are good. It's good. It's fun to fucking wander out. You know, afterwards, but it is not as good, even close. I love a good camping festival. And so Mervis met me at the comedy store. He met at the comedians. Maybe I left my notebook there. Comedians bar, the comedy store, daytime. And we just whipped out this podcast about festivals. I'm telling you guys, he's got the, all the right ideas. I was going to call a festival queen, but he goes, no. He goes, no, I want to be the 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 party fun uncle or whatever he said, whatever I titled it. That's what he told me at the end of the episode, what he wants to be known as fun uncle, festival fun uncle. He's all about good vibes. I went to, um, governor's ball in, um, on, Gov- on Randall's Island in New York. It was a daytime, you know, 11 PM curfew one, but their logo, their motto is you're doing great, which is amazing because, these festivals are really just adult drug parties. It's an adult sleepaway camp. And so when people are going to be doing drugs, as I was that day, oh, I did so much Molly. I did so much Molly that I fell in love for like nine months with the girl I was with. But when you hear you're doing great, it puts you in a good mood. Festival's got it right, man. And they started small, and now they're all over the place. 
get to one, everybody. So I finally got to do one at the beginning of festival season with Ryan Mervis. I hope this will inspire you to pick out a festival in your town, either an 11 p.m. one or a sleepaway camp one. Do the right drugs. We get into how you get them. Have a great time. Make friends and fucking let the music just enter your soul. I got to go to one. I'm not going to be going to Bonnaroo this year. By the time I uh, got the invite, it was too late to get a good group of people with me. All the comics they had are younger and not really my friend group. And the ones I could have gotten, like Big J, saw the lineup and was like, eh, it's not really that good a lineup. So I'm not going to Bonnaroo this year. I will probably just go as a fan um, to other festivals. I don't know which ones. Um. If you see me at a festival and I look gacked out, don't even fucking say hi, please. Just walk on. I'm on drugs. Um, anyway, don't point to me. God, that's the worst thing you could do. I was with Renazisi and everyone kept recognizing. We were both on mushrooms. I kept recognizing him in the office. And it's like, dude, he's trying to get lost in this. The worst of those is when we went to see, me and Diaz went to see uh, Roger Waters play The Wall. And we took acid and we're trying to get tickets and fucking idiot Craig Gass is trying to have a normal conversation with us as we're trying to tenuously grasp onto reality. Get the fuck out of here, man. We're tripping. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, that, I should talk about that fucking, that memorial. It was so nice. Everyone just said it was so fucking nice. I'm not going to do that. I'll do it in another episode. But it really was just really nice. I guess it took her dying to fucking do something nice at the comedy store. Because if she was around, she would have ruined it for everybody. <laughs> uh, some dates, some big ones. You guys should all be aware of this. The Washington, D.C. leg of the Wandering Jew Tour. I haven't decided who I'm taking with me yet. Possibly Adrian Appalucci. Uh, although she won't be there on Sunday because she's recording her special. She's recording her CD at New York Comedy Club on June 3rd. Guys, if you're in New York... Get tickets to New York Comedy Club to watch Adrian Appalucci record her very first compact disc. Well, why do they call it that anymore? Album. Uh, I mean, for sure do it, you guys, if you're in New York at all. That's what you should be doing. Two shows, fucking get tickets ahead of time. Because they'll fill it in with just like, you know, pass out tickets. So it's way better to have comedy fans there. So she might open for me on Friday and Saturday in D.C. at the D.C. Improv. But I'll, regardless, I'll be there June 1st, 2nd, 3rd. Uh, the Saturday is already sold out, so hurry up and get tickets for the Friday or the Sunday. Um, if Sunday sells out soon enough, I would add a show, but otherwise, I'm not going to. There's an Ari Shafir's renamed storytelling show in New York, June 11th, at the Village Underground. You can get all these tickets at AriShafir.com. And then I'm very excited. DC is my first road room, so my home road room so I, I i love going back there to the improv so that's that's a big show i've been trying to get a fucking big comment to come with me but everybody's taken joe list now that he did a special is fucking headlining all over the place cluster fest is that same weekend it's just fucking everyone where people are working Dave smith's working god maybe well we'll see maybe adrian just for the friday saturday and then a local on sunday maybe who knows but is that a drawing of mervis it might be a drawing of mervis um, anyway, San Francisco, June 21st, 22nd, 23rd at Cobb's Comedy Club. And for that, I am bringing with me to open Mr. Steve Simone. 
Yeah, that's going to be a great show. That's a show I need to bring somebody great on. So I got it. Steve Simone's going to be opening for me for that. Get tickets at ariashafir.com. My European tour in November and December is also up there. Um, and my Edinburgh show is up there as well. Ari Shafir, Jew. Um, all right, you guys. Let's start the episode. God, this is a fun one because it's all about festivals and it makes me fucking itching to go to a music festival. The way the music just gets in your heart afterwards, for days afterwards, even weeks, you're just in a good mood. You just want to leave your fucking wristband on. You just want to leave it on. I left my Bonnaroo wristbands on for so goddamn long. If you got a chance to go to Bonnaroo this year, I guess the lineup's not as good, but it's still a fucking great festival. It's a great festival. I mean, any camping one is great. And I'll, I'll go to Coachella next year for sure. Mervis, you're right. Ladies and gentlemen, let's start the episode. What did I call this one? Festival Fun Uncle? What did I call it? I, I texted it to myself. Oh, it's right here. Ladies and gentlemen, Ari Shafir Skeptic Tank. Nope, it is not here. Ryan Mervis. Damn it. Oh, he's in this one. The seven types of people we love at Coachella. From the OC Weekly. Wow, they rated him as one something awful and something great at the same time. Um, Ari Shafir Skeptic Tank, episode 326. Six. Um, I think. Hold on. Uh, three twenty-six festival. What? Here it is. Oh, by the way. Oh, you guys gotta tell you. Oh, in the outro, I'm gonna tell you about Bert. I got something to tell you about Bert. Three twenty-five festival fun uncle with Ryan Mervis starts now. Stay tuned for the outro. Goodbye. No, not goodbye. I mean here, starting right now. You still don't do a podcast for three weeks. You fucking lose track of how to do it. Coachella, leaning on your shoulder, watching your husband swing and shine. I'd say it was hella cool to win them over. Critics can be so mean sometimes. He was on his knees and I thought he was breaking them down with his words and his voice divine. Doesn't take a genius to know what you've got going and to not want to lose it because they lost their minds. What about? Um, what was pre-Hobbit? Like a Silmarillion and shit like that? It's, I'm not sure if it's loosely based on stuff or if it's completely based on... Oh, oh it's just like the world he set up but not Yeah, actually. I think it's just like the, the Tolkien world before the Hobbit. And like I feel as if if I booked some sort of uh, yeah, you could play a fantasy thing. Like, like Game of Thrones and Vikings and stuff, everyone's all like yokes. Like everyone's yeah. like these giant... Yeah, but those fucking layers. dwarfs in that, in that show in, in The Hobbit... And yeah, they were well, like yeah. they look like the you. The world is all goofy looking uh-huh. windows. Yeah, they, they are weird shapes and yeah. It's not about your looks; it's about your battle axe. Yeah, right or yeah. hammer. Yeah, you know, right. depending. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't want to put yeah. you in a category. Yeah, that'd be cool. See a Tolkien show that was like well done, like at Netflix or someone yeah, like HBO uh, started doing Amazon. Amazon's doing it. I wonder how, how good is Amazon stuff. I really like Mozart in the Jungle. Yeah, uh, the first season. I didn't watch the second season. Is uh, is that uh, fabulous, Mrs. Maisel? Is that Amazon? I'm it's not about sure. some stand-up comic from like Lenny Bruce era. Oh, a female no. stand-up comic. It, it, it's like it's okay, but then it's like shot like it's almost a shot like theater. The way they talk, you know, like okay. Gilmore Girls and, and Sex in the City, where it's like this. You can see it written. 
when yeah. you're listening to it. Like, I could tell this natural. is a screenplay. Yeah. But, like, some of those networks, like, they have good shows that just don't do them well. Right. Well, I feel as if a big part, too, is so many people have gone to uh, Roku and... Uh, yeah, that's okay. Uh... Apple TV and such. Like, I've been on using yeah. Apple TV for oh, me too. fucking forever. And only recently, Amazon caved and put an app on the Apple TV. Oh, they did finally? Yeah, they did. Oh, I got to download like it a there. few months ago, yeah. They're always like, Amazon Prime, you also get, you know, videos. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I get Prime for the fucking shipping. And, like, your videos aren't easy to use. Yeah. Where the fuck are they? Yeah, you got to go through three different sources to watch something. That's cool. If they got an app now, it's finally like, yeah. yeah. And it's like one of those things. And it's a pretty good, I mean, they've got... A lot of shit that like Netflix and Hulu and all that stuff that doesn't they don't have. Right. Um, Some of those apps like CBS type things like gotta pay ten bucks oh, like yeah. ten bucks for a free TV show yeah. TV network. Like what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? And they like, they have contracts and stuff so it's not going up on Hulu and yeah. shows just they're getting canceled because they're not being watched because they're making it too hard to watch it because no one has TV anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I remember like my last season of, of this not happening. But I was like, hey DVR or whatever, and I got all these messages like DVR what old man. Yeah, DVR, and I'm like, oh, well, however you watch stuff, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, be there live, I guess. I don't really know. I forgot about DVR. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. It's like, no, the stuff's just there when I want it. Yeah. Now with the apps, it's just like I don't have to plan and record. It's only sports. Yeah. And even that, most of the things you can just watch afterwards. Just like start now. Yeah. There's. I feel as if because I had I got the NFL Sunday ticket one year, yeah. and I, I streamed it through. Uh, I had to stream it through my PlayStation. And it was, it looked like an illegal stream. Like it was such a bad. It was close, close to your face. It was such a bad um, feed. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? What's the illegal feed look like? Like if I stream <laughs> it from my phone, and it was better. Wow. It was better. So then it. you're like, you're making us fucking yeah. pirate this shit. Yeah. It's like the old, like the the old cab driver drives a bartender to the bar, and he's like, hey, are you, I'll hire you, but I got a question. You gonna steal with me? Oh. No, if you don't make me or whatever, what's that? It's an old, like it's an old Vegas bartender thing. Like, uh, like a a bar owner, a casino owner hires a bartender, and because he's some great bartender, and he's like, you know, I got an interview, but I only have one question: Are you going to steal from me? Oh yeah. And the bartender says, "Only if you make me." Right. If you don't pay me well enough. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Also, everybody steals from their bar. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I mean, I remember there was when I got hired here. Like seven different ex-employee comics are like, okay, here's what you do. <laughs> yeah, okay. It was mostly. I mean, you tell me what the scam was here, but I feel like mostly it was like hook up the comics and then you just get paid. Like, yeah, pretty. Here's twenty bucks. Just give me some free drinks all night. Yeah. You know, or it like was, here's your check. It's three dollars, and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait, I only worked a half an hour in the last two weeks. <laughs> I feel like the books are off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then they also were like clocking people out afterwards. Yeah, ahead of time, where Dean was going back in and be like, "No, you didn't clock out at twelve. You clocked out at eleven fifteen to save cash." Yeah, back when they were going to turn this place into a parking lot. Yeah, it was close. It was right on the fucking TV yeah. point. It was the Thunderdome back then. It was just like prison rules around here. Anything went. It really was crazy here. Yeah, the memorial last night was pretty fucking nice. Word, I missed. I was at work. Yeah, um, it seemed like a big giant to do. People were here. People were here doing stuff. Apparently, Dice screamed at Jim Carrey because <laughs> because he didn't portray Mitzi the right way in his TV show. And I'm dying up here. But, yeah. it, but I, I talked to Skakel, who did an episode of that show. And he was like, hey, you're playing Mitzi really good. And that lady was like, 
I'm not playing Mitzi. I'm playing a different character. It's got nothing to do with that fucking lady. <laughs> she must get tons of yeah. shit. And so she was like angry about it. Season one, she's like, no, it's not. It's what's on this page. Not some fucking lady. I'm not playing Mitzi. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like loosely based on it. So here's why I want to talk to you. I've been wanting to do this podcast with you for a while because it's festival season. Yeah. It is now early May. It is just about to start. It's oh, it's started. Yeah. And there's nobody that fucking exemplifies and personifies the festival more than Ryan Mervis. Yeah. Yeah. So what'd you go to already? Coachella? Uh, I've only been to Coachella so far, uh, but I'm gearing up for Lightning in a Bottle. Where's that? Uh, it's out. I think it's like Fontana. It's like four hours away. Okay. Uh, and it's the guys that do the Do Lab at Coachella. They made their own what's festival. The, what's the Do Lab? The Do Lab is this, it's turned into a monster. Um, but it's uh, a stage at Coachella that used yeah. to be like in the middle uh, of all the stages, and you would like cut through it and stuff. And it's all electronic music. And on stage there, they have like pressure hoses, and they're like spraying down the audience. Oh, nice! Uh, yeah, and like they have it's and a the bunch heat, of really those things are great. Yeah, it's a bunch of really cool um, art. Like the stage is an art piece, yeah. and there's misters on everything. So like you go to the do lab to get wet. And uh, sounds worse than it is. It's, yeah, I mean you're already wet. Like yeah. <laughs> uh, but they've made it's gotten. It used to be able to be like it would fit in here, but now it's oh, wow. it wouldn't fit in the main room. Really? Yeah, it's huge. And they change the art every year at Coachella, and they have their own, their own festival called Lightning in a Bottle, and it's all the old art from all the previous years is all there. So it's this huge thing. It's on a lake this year. Yeah. So like there's a oh, water wow. aspect to it. Wow. Um, Dude, I love, I went to one with Ross, with Jeff Ross in, in, in Montreal just for like a day. Oh, cool. And it was like, uh, Oshiaga. They used to have really good lineups too. They sometimes still do. But like, if you wander away, it's like, there's this place where you can go like, you know, up to your knees. Yeah. Get some water. Yeah. And it's like, it's fucking great. Yeah. You can sort of hear the music way off in the distance, but it's oh, like, that's cool. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, I'm pumped on it. This is going to be my first lightning bottle, and I'm fulfilling an oath What's by other? going to this festival. What was the oath? At, um, at Coachella 2013, 2013. Uh, I was uh, camping in Lot 4 at Coachella. And like the very, like we were the, pretty much as far away as you can be in the, the campgrounds. Yeah. It's from the festival. Like The pedometer that year, I think I walked, it was something like 72 miles or something. It was a lot of walking. Wow. And uh, the last day... We get back to the, like, Sunday night, music's all over. We get back to the campsite, and uh, someone went through my car, what? and all of the beer in our coolers was all gone. Coolers oh, were there. fuck. Beer was all gone. Well, like, like, sat there and drank it? Like, yeah, like, what, the, what happened? And so we're there, we all get back, and we're all, like, pretty vocally bummed out. Because, like, we're such fucking hippies. Like, we're the last people you would think the world would decide would get robbed. Yeah. And so we're all... Whining and moaning, and uh, some neighbors come over and they're like, "Hey, we heard what happened. That fucking sucks. That's not that attitude doesn't fit in here one bit. I wonder who could possibly have done that. Hey, we've got a ton of beer. What's ours is yours. Let's have a you know end this Coachella right. Blah blah blah. But you got to promise this thing. We we started this music festival called Lightning in a Bottle. You got to come. And I'm uh-huh. like, oh yeah, sure, not a problem. And that has never worked out. Until this year. The guys who started it were there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And they gave us beer. 
Wow. Uh, and I'm finally fulfilling an oath. I've never fulfilled an oath. <laughs> and, uh, I've never fulfilled yeah, an oath. Yeah, I don't really oath. I, I don't oath too much. Is that proper? I don't know. Is it a verb? Um, but it's, and then, like, we're all drinking and, like, feeling better about things. And two of our buddies came back that we hadn't seen in a while. And they're wearing bandanas that I had in my car. And I'm who, like, who did? That my, our two buddies. Came back with? To our, our campsite. And they're like wearing shit that was in my car that was like gone. And I'm like, where'd you get those? Oh, oh we wanted some bandanas. We saw some in your car. We didn't think it'd be a problem. Oh, uh. And I'm like, when did you? He's like, oh, we, it was when we came back with those chicks. And I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, we brought a bunch of chicks back. And, da, 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 and they drank all the beer. Like they- hundreds of beers. <laughs> Like, they brought back, like, a large group of girls to oh, try to get laid, wow. probably. Like, come on back to our place. Yeah, we, we got, got beers. tons of beer. Da, 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 da. Oh, and oh. it was so far away that they were probably, the chicks were like, what the fuck? We walked for fucking 40 minutes to get here, and you're offering us Bud Light and your stupid faces? <laughs> so they drank all the beer and left, I'm sure. Oh. But, like, it worked out. Yeah, I, was, I felt good that we weren't robbed. Because that's not... That kind of ruins the experience. Where yeah. You're like, oh, is stuff not safe here? Yeah. How is it with camping? Because I've never really done camping at a festival. Oh, it's I, the I've only way RV. to do festivals. I know. I want to. And I'm going to. You should come to Coachella with us next year. Okay. When is it? It's in April. It's the second and third week of April. We usually go the third week. It lands on 420 a bunch of times, too. Really? Yeah. It sells out super fast, right? Yeah. The way that we do it is in about a month from now, or maybe even sooner, they're going to announce ticket sales for the pre-sale for Coachella and that's the best way to do it so you just because yeah, I'm going you can do a payment plan with a pre-sale and for a lot of people I mean Coachella you know it's expensive how much for a ticket and camping it's like I think 439 um and to drop that all at once is you know no one even if you're well to do you yeah. don't want to spend 500 bucks uh but doing it Month by month, yeah, it's great. Plus, you get the email saying, "Hey, we received your Coachella payment." You're like, "Ooh, Coachella! That's we're, right. we're closer." <laughs> uh, and yeah, that's—I mean—that's the best way to do it. And camping, because my first Coachella, I went. I stayed at uh, a buddy's uncle's friend's mansion on like the nearby Ninth, ninth Fairway in pretty nearby. I think it might have been in Palm Springs, which yeah. is a bit of a hike, um, and. It was cool because, you know, swimming pool and hot tub and, you know, whatever. But sure. you miss a ton of music and you have to go back to the real world. You got to go back. And that's the worst part. I mean, missing the music is a, a huge bummer. But, like, if you really... If but, you're, but like, it, it, there's nothing great on before 3 p.m. There can be. You're right. This there can year, be there interesting was a bunch ones. Because there's so much hip-hop and R&B yeah. in the, the later, so they put all the rock and roll and stuff during the day. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh, a lot of stuff, we're like, oh, we're going in early. Wow. Um, but, like, if you're staying off-site, you can still... You just have to get up early. Yeah. And you don't have to be seeing music. But you still have to deal with traffic. And, and it is decompressing. With- the first year at Bonnaroo, they put... The, my first year at Bonnaroo, they put all the comics up at a hotel... Which is fine. I mean, I didn't know any better. Yeah. And then they shuttled us in. But then they were like, hey, last shuttle's leaving. You got to go. I'm like, but I'm not ready to go yet. Yeah. And what do you mean? We have to go at exactly the time to get 40 minutes away. Like, I don't want to go right now. Yeah. And so then you're stuck having to leave this amazing time because of a schedule. Yeah. Because someone else is leaving. Schedules at festivals. Nah, man. Sleep in the grass. Yeah. Like, the first night of my first Coachella, it was... um, 
we got in. We only saw the last two people. It was LCD Sound System and Jay-Z. They're and great, LCD. God one of my damn. absolute live, favorites. Live, they're I just great. called them at the bowl with the yeah, yeah, yeahs. Wow, um, really? Yeah, uh, last weekend. I saw him at Brooklyn Steel nice. like, earlier this year. Twice. I just went to two shows. Yeah. I brought two different sets of friends. That's fucking awesome. Like, yeah, that's I, what we did. Uh, oh. They had a residency, the Palladium. I really? went to two of the oh, five yeah. nights. Yeah. yeah, my friend Sam and Eric went there like a few times too. They told me about that. Their LCD sound system is, like, and that band. They're white f- boy music. They're just for jumping around. They're just, and there's a lot of, lot of, lot of, like, a lot of sing-along uh-huh. kind of anthony shit. Um, and it's just a really fun, happy kind of, and like James Murphy is such a smarmy Fucking Brooklynite. Hey guys, maybe put your phones away. Maybe put your fucking phones yeah. away. How about that? There was a, take a, a picture a, now and then put it the fuck away, please. Yeah. At FIF Fest two years ago, uh, Grace Jones opened up uh, for um, LCD. Really? And Grace Jones tore the fucking roof off. Yeah. Like if, and a lot of people I feel didn't know who Grace Jones is, or maybe they knew her. She's oh, she's a Bond villain or whatever. Right, right, right. Um, That's how I know her. Yeah, she. I mean, she was like a funk soul mastermind, and she was. I think she was seventy four when she performed, and she her outfit. She kept changing like headdresses and stuff, yeah. but her outfit was was body paint. She was just up there rocking Naked? full body paint. Wow, like great, and she it was so good. And James Murphy came out on stage and they did their first song. And he stopped and goes, "Hey guys, listen, I know there's a lot of bands here, but if you miss Grace Jones, you're fucked up." <laughs> and then later on in the set, he goes, "Hey, I know I said it earlier, and I know this is a magical weekend, and I mean, you might have met the love of your life and connected for the first <laughs> time ever." But if you miss Grace Jones, you fucked up. up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, LCD sound system is, is fantastic. Highly recommend it. Uh, but so at Coachella twenty, it was twenty ten. Was my first Coachella, and we got in for LCD sound system, and then Jay Z, and went. Then we went to the campgrounds because some of our friends were camping. Okay, and I just kind of never left. I'm like, oh. I'm gonna sleep oh, this there, feels right. Yeah, that's the night that I met the Spirit Hoods crew. You know those like fuzzy hat things that I wear sometimes. Yeah, uh, they're called Spirit Hoods, and uh, they've become very successful. They were on Shark Tank and stuff. Like, they have a crew. Uh, they like the guys that started the company. Okay. Uh, and this is back when you could still have RVs at Coachella. And, they did away with those. Huh? They yeah, did. they got rid of them just because so many too many people getting them. The, yeah, there's stowaways and there's I mean you can hide. All sorts of drugs and whatnot. They allow um, stagecoach to have RVs, but this year three of them burned down. So like, there was a propane fire that caught, and it was windy. Oh, fuck. Uh, so who knows if they're going to allow RVs anymore. Damn. I can't imagine a festival with an RV. I, I don't... I did it, so I did it once. So after that one year at Bonnaroo, yeah, I was like, I went the back RV. the next year, and I was like, I took soda with me, and I was like, let's get an RV so we can stay on the fucking property because I like the idea of air conditioning but I'm like it's too far and so we got an RV and it was like it's air conditioning so like and, and also showers so it's 7pm you can go in there shower clean up again for the night you know what's, what's the word you're using shower <laughs> how dirty do you get when you're camping is that French how dirty do you get when you're camping what I do you do I get filthy yeah I mean it's mainly my feet get filthy yeah uh, they turn into like dirt moccasins yeah you're gonna show me a picture uh, yeah <laughs> I mean, what do you wear? Flip flops? I go barefoot. You go barefoot? Yeah. You're not afraid of getting stepped on? 
That's the thing. I never, ever, ever get stepped on. Everyone always says that's the number one thing. Well, because you got a wide berth. Yeah. So people I, I can't do. get close enough to you <laughs> yeah, to yeah, step yeah. on your feet. Um, the only things um, that... Rocks? Rocks. Like, this was... That's kind of what my feet look like. Damn. Uh. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, you got to send me this picture. I'm sending it to myself. Yeah. Right so I'll put this up on the website as it comes out. And I love, I have so many pictures of my feet at music Damn. festivals. Because I love how it's hilarious. That like day three feet, oh, those are gnarly. Uh, but day three, we also always, especially at Coachella, we always do a slip and slide. And so I, that's kind of my shower for the week, is the slip and slide. So, do you have that, do they have those places where they're just, they're not the showers, but like water coming down where you just like, like you know, yeah, jump, they jump in? Yeah, yeah. Do you ever go to those? Just no, to clean well, I mean, off? they have them like inside the festival, they have yeah. them stuff. We have camp showers. Um, there are showers, like, actually, like trailer showers and stuff you can go to. Um, but we have like the solar showers and stuff. And so a lot of people are on our campsite, you know, shower up. You weren't um, interested. <laughs> I just don't want to have any part of it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like the showering, who's got the time? Yeah, yeah. I got, I got to go dance somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're not wrong. Why waste the time to shower yeah. when you're just gonna go get it's, dirty? It's like showering at Burning Man. Like you're, uh, like you take a shower and like you go out, and you are filthy. Like I'm saying, in instant. Yeah. Um. Plus, I mean. Fuck showering, right? Yeah. <laughs> save save I the I mean, that is the one time so, to be like, let it all go. Yeah. The, you're just here. Everyone's to... filthy. Yeah. Just put on some deodorant and deal with it. Yeah. I mean, you do that. You put on a bunch yeah, of deodorant. Yeah, yeah. I like, because I only shower once or twice a week regardless. Really? Yeah. And and I don't. Fuck. I don't stink. I, I, I wear deodorant. You and, don't stink. Like, no one has you ever. Should. No one has ever been like, oh, Merv, you're smelly. Who uh, would say that to you? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, but like. Or even like a, you know with a chick or whatever like there's never like you see, see it in their eyes or something. I've, I've never. Plus like if you're getting sure. getting yeah, down with me like you can't know what you're getting stuff into anyways. You know? <laughs> What's like the companionship thing at, at when you're camping? Like the level well, of that's, friendships. That's what makes it all great. Like uh, the community aspects, especially because we have large camps. Like at Lightning in a Bottle, I think we have. Over 30 people going. A lot of the Burning Man crew is going. How do you get your own place with those many people? Well, Because you only each, sell like six, six person areas, right? It depends on which festival. Because there's kind of two different ways that festivals deal with camping. Coach, the Coachella way where you have specified blocks where you have uh, a 10 by 13 area for your car and a 10 by 13 area for your campsite. And it's behind your car. But we had, this year we had 11 cars. So you just put them next to each other, and it's like they back up. Um, let's see here. They go like back to back to back. Yeah. And well, there's my new camp song I wrote this year. It's 12 verses long. <laughs> you wrote um, a camp song for the group? Yeah. And where like your car, like you, you camp here, and your car, that's your car, and then you have your campsite here. So a car. And then there's another car, and another car, and another car. So then all these campsites are yours, and then you also have your car, your group cars here, and more campsites here. So, so this you just combine is, them yeah. into a massive space. Right. And we have, a, we, we've made kind of custom canopies and like different big things. Like we have these large. To go over things. a bunch of people. So it's, a, so it's a, a huge area. We always bring a bunch of area rugs. Um, and cause like, it's there's something nice about just having, and we have like coffee tables and stuff. It's like, uh, we make it very, uh, homely. 
Yeah. And very, very comfortable. And there's a lot of campsites that are huge campsites that are like, oh, we're going to throw fucking parties. But we're like, oh, we're going to just chill and be like really comfortable. Uh, and it's building, putting these things up. Like, we always get out there, and it's always a pain in the ass to get in. And everybody parks, and people, some people start kind of getting their shit. I'm like, I'm like everybody hold on. Everybody grab a beer. We got to talk. And I do a little speech. Yeah. And we do a cheers and we all shotgun a beer or drink a beer. <laughs> uh, I prefer to shotgun a beer. I love shotgun beers. And then we just bust ass building up our campsite and making like no one's sitting down. You're sitting down? Here, go help him with those chairs. Oh, you go help him with that. Right away. Right? Is this, you know, let's, what, this is Wednesday usually? This is uh, Thursday. You get yeah, that day, day, you don't yeah, do day zero. Okay. Uh, Thursday's camping. And this year they didn't have one. Because of the high wind, so we were stuck in a Walmart parking lot. That's Where a do we have one? Like this, um, there was too, the wind was too high, so they wouldn't let us into the campsites. Oh, fuck. So, that backed up for hours. Yeah, man. we got there at 9 a.m., and they, we they were don't a, do Wednesday camping, so you can start Thursday? No, it's just Thursday camping. At Firefly, they offer Wednesday. Yeah, at, they at, do that at a lot at of uh, the extra camp day, which is nice. So that's your acid day? Yeah. To me, because like usually Thursday have the, the worst bands. They start. They go really well, music Friday, starts, Saturday, Sunday. Music starts at Coachella on Friday. Oh, it's uh, just Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, okay, so that's why. So okay. Thursday, okay. yeah, Thursday okay. is day zero. Okay, and it's like the campsite. There's because there's a bunch of activities and stuff. Yeah. in the campsites, campgrounds, and um, that's when you kind of get to know your neighbors, and you know, there's a there's a big uh, a knoll. Yeah. It used to just be a big pile of dirt, but with behind a fence. But then they put sod on it, and th- at one point they had a. Um, a lighthouse, like this big art piece lighthouse thing, but it got too windy and it blew out, like it just got yeah. destroyed. But like watching the sunset on the knoll is always nice. Oh. Um, going up there after hours too, that's where uh, I brought the camp up there and we sang the camp song together. It's a sing along song. After the music camp. Yeah, after, and that's like a, a nice place to go kind of chill out and party because you're away from the tent, so you're not keeping people up, but you're not in the silent, like the dance party, like loud, crazy area. Uh, it's a nice middle ground. It's really comfortable and. Uh, everybody always rolls down the hill once, and then they realize how much it hurts. <laughs> it's like it looks better in the movies. Yeah, yeah, childhood. yeah. Uh, that's where I learned uh, how to do poi. You know, like the spinning balls. Like the, uh, the I have the LED ones, but they have fire ones. Those people ones. are the best when you're tripping. Yeah. And you're like, I, can you do that thing again, please? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah okay. no shit. And uh, I, I bought some, and I'm like, okay, I don't know how to do this. I'll figure it out. And one of my buddies, his wife was there, and she's like, oh, yeah, you brought poi? I'm like... You know what this is? She's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, can, I used to do that. I'm like, let's see it. And she's all... I'm like, let's go step by step. And now, I'm, I'm not great, but I don't hit myself in the face. And like, I can, I can do like... Whip them in and out and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I can oh, do a couple man, of moves. I love that. Dude, I went to a fire festival in, uh, in Cambodia on, on Korong. Oh, cool. It was just there. I didn't go for that, but it was there. Yeah, It yeah, was yeah. happening. And they're like, yeah, hey, that's what's going on tonight. The only thing on the island if you want to go. <laughs> so you yeah. walk like your 45 minutes around and like... They're great. They're yeah. great and doing things and like flipping them. And then all of a sudden, stuff's together. Then all of a sudden, the ropes are apart. Oh, yeah. my God. It's really like, because we have, in the Burning Man group, are you going to Burning Man this year? No. This past year was my chance. This year, I'm going to be in Scotland, in Edinburgh. And then the Where? year after, I'm going to go. Cool. Yeah. We missed you, but I no. enjoyed using your tent. Did you? How yeah. was it? How was oh, it, it was you great. motherfucker? I was going to use like this piece of shit tent. And yeah. then they're like, oh, well, Ari has his clam. And I'm like, 
Yeah, I was like, let, it's, let it's, Murph it's, use it really, all of it. It saved me. Was it, was it that fucking air duct shit coming in? Uh, I didn't, the, yeah, the swamp cooler, I yeah. didn't have one of those. Okay. But I had a bunch, a, a bunch of fans. Okay. Those swamp cooler, and that's the thing too about AC in an RV. Swamp coolers are portable. You can bring them out, and like if you have the little pumpy water mister things, yeah. mist down, swamp cooler, you get the chills. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, there's ways to, and plus you're outside. You know, there's there's a breeze. There's always a breeze at all these festivals because they're all, they're always in open it gets, areas. It gets hot as fuck as soon as the sun comes up. Yeah, it's like you're done sleeping. Yeah, you know, you got like thirty minutes. Those clams though are like I dark. slept in at Burning Man. Really? Yeah, because they are they're blackout dark. Blackout. And I have fans going and like I'm glad somebody got I the joy out of it. I've been up for seventy six hours. Oh, Duncan gave me all this stuff. It's like we gotta bring Xanax because you're gonna want to sleep and it's gonna be bright and hot and you're gonna not be able to sleep. So fucking bring the drugs to help you yeah. sleep. Oh, how good a time did you have at Burning Man? It was great. It was probably the best what, 11, 15 days, whatever, of my life. Yeah. Uh, I'm going for every, I'm going the whole 17 or 15 or whatever it is. That's what year. I was going to do to help for, yeah, camp for set up. Yeah, because yeah, he was like, well, you can come later. I'm like, no, nah, man, I want to be part of the camp. I don't want to come fucking halfway through and be like, hi, guys, who are already friends. Yeah. I'm Ari. Can I join you? I did. Well, because the group, uh, the Enchanted Booty Forest. Enchanted Booty Forest. Uh, oh. Real quick to get back to the uh, the poi, the oh, fight yeah, our neighbors at Burning Man. Uh, the, we're at, we were at um, um, nine forty five and G, okay. which is because everything's based on a clock, you know. And right across the street from us, like Kitty Corner, are were the Crystal Ballers, and they were fire dancers, and really cool people. And they put on a fire dancing show uh, with maybe. 15 different people using the fire hoops and the poi and all that stuff or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, but that's when I'm like, ooh, poi. Let's, let's learn about it. Um, it's cool that you can do it. It's, yeah, I really, and at Lightning and Bottle, they have a class. Because Lightning and Bottle is like Burning Man meets Coachella because it's music, but there's also lectures and classes yeah. and stuff. They do that at Bonnaroo too. I think it's an interesting aspect of them where it's, it's like great. they'll have a yoga class yeah. or they'll have like recycling lectures and stuff like that. And it's yeah. like if you want to go and like learn some stuff, you can. It's just an extra thing. Yeah, it's just more stuff. It's, it's uh, a music and art festival. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah. And, like, there was a guy at Burning Man this year uh, that Duncan opened up for. And this guy, and it was so hot. I fell asleep. I felt really bad because I was snoring. And the guy, he talked like this the whole time. <laughs> and he was in his 70s, worked for NASA, and was talking. he was talking about... How life began? I can't do it like that. Yeah. He was talking about how life began on Earth, not in the water. And it was this whole thing, and it was his big ayahuasca guy, and it was really it, it was. I wish I could listen to him sober. Yeah, because oh, uh, yeah. it was really really interesting. But it's things like that that I feel make Burning Man so great because you can better yourself. Not just go dance. You also can go dance, and there's all sorts of that. But you can learn and grow and create and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and that's, I mean, you get a little booklet when you go into Burning Man with each day with everything that's with on the shit's schedule. going on. And here's the one-time events. Here's the recurring events. And, like, there's, like, the Naked Mile or Scotch Tasting or the Redhead Party or, you know, there's they all have sorts a Scotch of, Tasting at Burning Man? Wow, and it's like, that's bring, so cool. Bring a bottle. Let's all try some scotch. Wow. Um, but yeah, the Burning Man, the Enchanted Booty Forest, it's a great group of people. And they had, until very recently, a ranch out in Joshua Tree. It was out in Rimrock, actually. Oh, yeah. by Pappy and Harriet's, where they, were, they did all the staging and stuff. Because it's a very they large. They did all the what? The staging for like the, because it's a huge 
uh, area uh, for all the equipment and stuff. And I went to a bunch of the, the staging just for Enchanted Booty Forest, not for right. Burning. Okay, well for our site, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went to a bunch of those beforehand to help out, help build things, and meet everyone, and blah blah. blah. So I didn't just show up because I was uh, on set until we shot. We actually shot on the weekend because I knew I was going to Burning Man, and the producers of the of this short were burners. Oh, they're like, so oh, they're shit. like, we'll let you. We off. gotta get you there. Yeah. Okay. Oh well, wow. Come on, let's do it. And like, we shot, we shot late with like, extra like. Overtime hours and shit to get me to Burning Man. Wow. I left from set uh, to go north. That's so cool. Yeah, it was rad. And, uh, and this group is, um, they're wonderful people. A lot of artists, a lot of engineers, um, doctors. Um, Duncan's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Natasha's been in the group before. Oh, yeah. I think uh, she has. Yeah. Uh, we were going to do some stand-up this year, but it turned into karaoke, which was so much better. Uh, I thought about it when I was going to go. I was like, what, what can you add? And I was like, maybe I'll do a stand-up show. And Moshe was like, sure, that'd be good. But I'm like, how? Do I, that means i got to commit to being sober at some point. Yeah. Which I'd rather not which, commit to. Yeah, I wasn't... I don't think I was sober that whole time. Right. Because uh, like, part of it is gifting, you yeah. know? And I didn't really know the extent of which people gave things out. Like, a lot of stuff... Is like necklaces, like mm-hmm. things, you know, little trinkets something. and stuff. You got that apartment? Yeah. That yeah. Was yeah. And um, I gave out, I brought one of those little Polaroid cameras, like the tiny little ones. Uh-huh. And I brought, I took 200 pictures. I'm like, hey, can I take your picture? Here you go. They're like, is that a Polaroid? And then That's I also, cool. on my bike, uh, which I put on the back of my bike, I got like one of those little That's shelf cool. things. Yeah. I put a wooden Chimay beer crate on it. Like I attached a, a, wood, a big wooden box uh, so I could put a cooler in it. And I also gave out 400 Bud Lights. Really? Yeah. Wow. And so that was like my pictures and beer. Wow. And pictures because like, I'm like, I'm going to take so many pictures and video and stuff and make a Burning Man. I wanted to make like a little, my first Burning Man experience video. Mm-hmm. And that I, was your first one? Yeah. Wow. And I'm like, it was, I think it was maybe 48 hours into it that I turned my phone off and put it in my camp, in the tent and like, nah. didn't grab it until the last day. <laughs> That, like, that's so, only pop, no, yeah. yeah, so no one gets pictures. So having a physical, oh, oh, here's, Thanks. That, Put it here's in pocket the one move picture on. from my yeah. Burning Man oh, this yeah. year. That is a nice thing to have. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing with like pictures. Like it's a good idea to have, but it's also a good idea to not have to sit there and fucking take pictures. Yeah. You know, it's annoying. It's almost like I wish somebody would just take a picture of me. and then Right. Like, and there's a couple of cats in our group that had, that were photographers. And so they got some fun pictures. Cool, yeah, perfect. Uh, yeah, and some of them, and it's cool, cool, because it's not all from your perspective. It's, oh, here's my buddy from camp, and here's all the people in camp, and oh, here's his, his, his experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this was one of my favorites when I was wearing a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man onesie. What? And that a shark your... hat. Damn, bro. <laughs> Damn, that's so cool. Yeah, that was the onesie day. Who's, this, who's the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man next to you. Uh, that's my buddy Will from down in San Diego. Damn. Uh, yeah, Will's a fucking awesome <laughs> Your team. hands up like that? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to send this to me too. There, uh, yeah, there's a lot of people taking pictures with like professional cameras, so you yeah, don't have to. Get anything better than that. Right. There was a really interesting art piece this year where uh, it was this big, it was a 20 foot wide, 20 foot tall cube. Yeah. And it was just a big black cube. And um, inside of it was a circular room. And during load-in, when they built it, they had three people blindfolded that came in. Two of them had never been to Burning Man, and one of them had been to every Burning Man. Okay. And they built this box around them, and they lived in it. 
there were windows. They had air conditioning, but it broke like the second day. But people came and brought swamp coolers for them and stuff. They, um, they lived in it the whole time? And yeah, they ate in there. They pooped in there. What? But on the walls of the circular room, they, hit, they would meet with three people at a time uh, in the morning and then six people at a time in the afternoon. And there was like a small line outside of it to go get and talk to them. And they painted a mural, a 360-degree mural on the walls on the based, based only on the stories they heard from Burning Man. And which is, and it was surprisingly detail accurate. Uh, and uh, I talked to the dude. There was two girls that had never been there, and the dude had been to all of them. And I talked to the dude about his experience. I'm like, well, how was this Burning Man compared to other Burning Mans, where you were doing an art piece or doing going out an art car or going out whatever? He's like, I feel like I had a more complete Burning Man this year than ever before. Without even leaving. Without even leaving, because he's hearing stories from everywhere. Wow, so he talks more people. You know? And uh, after, or uh, right before that, uh, and I was wearing, the, like, we went to the temple right before that, and I was wearing this blue dress. It was like a Mexican grandmother's dress. Didn't breathe, but it looked great. Uh, before that, we, we biked up to it, and I'm giving out beers and stuff. And I gave away all my beers. I'm like, ah, fuck, I forgot a beer for me. So I'm like sharing beers and stuff. I'm like, you know what I could use, though, is some whiskey. And not a minute later, Will, that guy from the picture, comes around. And I hadn't seen him in like a day and a half. Comes around the corner with his buggy. He's like, hey, what's up, guy? Oh, I thought I might see you here. Nah, how you doing? Hey, anybody want any of one of these? Full- anybody want some whiskey? What? I'm like, oh, my God, dude. I was just talking. Oh, when it's perfect. This is fucking great. He's like, dude, I ran out of pickle juice, though, because he was doing pickle bags all the way. He's like, I ran out of pickle juice, though. Wish we had some. And not 10 seconds later, a dude comes around from a different corner with a Costco thing on it. Anybody want any pickles? What? And we're like, Burning Man. Oh. <laughs> like, they always say that the burn provides. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. I get it. That's the thing about festivals in general. If you just enter them, it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. Things will open up to you. Yeah. It's... Well, what am I going to eat? What am I going to take? You'll get there. It's fine. Yeah. It'll figure itself out. Everything's going to work out. No You're going to be fine. No these things. Well, I guess not Burning Man, but... Yeah. 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 There's a... Uh, yeah, there's something about... Especially Burning Man that it's such a community. Everybody wants everybody else to have a great time. Yeah. And that's part of... Festivals, even just like kind of the philosophy behind it, is that you can do a lot to make other people's times great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that includes not littering. You know, there's a lot of times people, especially at like Coachella and stuff, where everyone's drinking those fucking coconuts. Yeah. And people litter them around. And people are running to go see a show because they were staying at this one too long and it's all on the other side. Sure, that And they're, they're running and they're wearing flip flops and they slip on a coconut and break their ankle and oh you've ruined somebody's time yeah you ruined somebody's time because you're like ah it's fine here yeah yeah it's not fine there yeah littering it's not hard and like at Burning Man they call it moop matter out of place moop yeah Uh, even if it's a piece of glitter well there at least it's like there it's a leave no trace they leave no trace exactly at the other place like someone will come in here to take care of it yeah and that's the attitude so many people have especially at Coachella or Lollapalooza you know these things like that where oh there's a staff of hundreds that are coming clean up after us but until then fucking clean up it's it's not coming for a while we have to live in your garbage until then it sucks to step in a fucking beer can yeah or a french fries and ketchup yeah ew man yeah even if it's not hurtful it's just gross yeah like there was (laughs) this year was surprisingly low, but I was like sitting down in camp and like I had my feet up and someone's like, dude, Merv, what's on the bottom? 
is that gum? And I have just a big piece of gum on the bottom of my foot. <laughs> on your bare and foot. Like, and I'm like, oh, that's it. These, I've had times before, I'm like, oh, there's gum on this foot? I look at the other foot, there's like four pieces of gum. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> there's gums Jesus on this Christ. foot. Jesus Christ. What I like about, about those things too is how it is the communal thing. And so if somebody like passes out or falls or something oh, like yeah. that, everyone's like, hey, we need to get somebody. Yeah, we got to take care of There's no like, in life... There's like, oh, it's not my problem. I don't know. Here, it's like, hey, security, security, yeah. help him. Not there's, like get him, help him. Yeah, there's no bystanders. Right, and there's nobody's like getting in trouble if you overdose. You yeah. know, so it's we just, just like care about safety. Right, get this guy to the fucking thing. He'll still be here tomorrow. Yeah, but right now he needs some fucking IV or whatever he needs. So yeah. fucking somebody help him. That I went to a festival called Hard Summer. Yeah. Uh, out uh, in Pomona or out. In Riverside, I don't remember. Yeah, uh, somewhere cl- pretty close by. Sounds like Stockton. Every summer is a hard summer in Stockton. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, but it's like a big rave festival. But they, I was there to see Ratatat and Chromeo, and oh, yeah. uh, uh, they're playing the Palladium coming up here pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, it was. I never even made it to the main stage. It was like people like Jack U and those kind of. Like, oh, that's really, really not no for me. Electronic music, that yeah, much. like super, like heavy, like drumming, like. This is this is music for a Molly overdose, okay. and there was so, and it was hot as it was like 115, oh. and there was so many little kids there, like tiny little you know 20 year old raver chicks that you would just see just kind of standing there alone, just sort of kind of conscious on their feet, but like, and I would I kept going up because I was on like the side stage where people were left because they went to the main stage, and. I would get. I'm like, hey, come, let's get you some water. Let's bring you. Let's get you some water. Where are your friends? Where are your? Hi, I'm. Yeah. Nope, I'm not touching you. Let's just come over. Because like I'm a very big, and I'm wearing goofy shit. Like it can be especially scary if you're on drugs and you're a t- <laughs> this giant? eighty pound chick. But I help. Maybe a half dozen, maybe more chicks. They were doing that, and security came up to me, and I'm like, hey, I'm not doing. I'm just. She's. Having she took too much whatever because all these kids are eating Molly like it's Skittles, and they're like, no, we've been watching you and thank you for helping oh, really? these kids. Uh, they're we have a big problem with drugs here. And I'm like, it's a music festival. <laughs> I mean, surprise, <laughs> it's not a big problem. It's yeah. a fun time. Uh, but and it's things like that where if you see somebody or if somebody's crowd surfing and gets kicked in the head and knocked out, pick them up, put it in your shoulder, run out. Yeah. go help. Yeah. Go, go help them. Yeah, I remember lying in the grass. On too much, I had to fucking leave Kendrick Lamar and miss the whole thing. Because whatever, it happens. You take too much drugs, and I gotta, get, yeah. I gotta get out of here and lie in the grass. And so I'm lying there, and then I just feel a flashlight on me, and it's just like, you just put the thumbs up, and they're like, okay, yeah. you know? But it's almost like, I, I like that they're wanting to help. I'm like, hey man, I don't, I just wanna like zone out for a yeah. while. Can you, can you tell everybody else I'll be fine for the next two hours? <laughs> yeah, can you make a sign? I'm not even close to being a problem, but I definitely am not gonna move. So Yeah, I'm, I'm here for a, a while. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about drugs at, at music festivals. Yeah. Well, let's first talk about the joy of them, and then we'll talk about how do you get them. No, let's talk about how to get them first and what drugs they are. <laughs> how do you get them there? Do you take them in? Do you buy there? Uh, never buy there. Never. Never. Because too much chance of being a cop. Too much chance of being a cop, plus not 100% chance of finding what you want. Right. And if you do find it, the quality of it, who knows what the fuck's in it. Right. It could be dangerous. It could, you, could be getting, you could be roofing yourself. Right. Um, <laughs> it's if, a fun time. If you, want, <laughs> if you want to take any sort of anything, yeah. bring it. Okay. Get it, bring it. Do you bring 
more than enough for yourself? I always do. Because you, somebody's like, oh, you're doing that? Can I you're like, sure. Yeah, and I never sell to any, I never sell to strangers ever, ever. Uh, but you give to strangers? No, never. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I gave a weed pen to a stranger this year. Because um, I was talking to them and they were really nice and they were from Ohio and you couldn't get any weed. I'm like, you know, we sell it at the store here. And, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. They're like, wait, what? I'm like, uh, <laughs> Isn't it great when you blow somebody's mind about, yeah. about a legal state? Yeah, I'm like, we're going to have drive throughs one day. Yeah. Um, I took some Canadians to a dispensary and they were just like, what? They were outside. I was leaving them outside. I was like, I'll buy yourself. And then the people in there, Zen. Yeah, okay. Um, and they were like, hey, if you're friends, if they're cool, you can bring them in. Yeah. And I was like, oh, really? I was like, all right. I was like, guys, you're allowed in. They're like, oh, oh. And then you got to use the vending machine. Oh, That's they great. love it. The, the first time in a weed store is it's a magical thing. It's like it's all there. You're like, can yeah. I get one of everything? Like, you can't afford that, but you yeah. can try. Like, Did you bring $20,000? Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, the places, too, are getting, like, like uh, MedMen. Have you been to MedMen before? Mm-hmm. They have a couple of them now. It's like Target. It's every, instead of, like, having everything being behind glass, they have little tables with maybe 10 strains on it, five on each side and each strain there's ipads tell them about everything and each strain has like a big nug and like this thing uh this little round clear plastic container and if you slide it to one side there's a little slider on it it's a magnifying glass and you slide it to the other side it's like a thing where you can smell and then you go okay okay and they have people coming around, hey, uh, how can I help you? Blah, blah, blah. There's, you know, people. And you're like, hey, I'm looking at this. Wow. Yeah. They're like, oh, if you like this, do this, do that. And they're very, very helpful. And then you go to this counter, like, oh, I'll have one of these and one of these. And they go to the back and grab some. And, yeah. And you can pay with your credit card. Damn. Like, that's yeah, that's the, it's the future. Um, but bringing stuff in. Yeah. Because camping that is, makes- bringing in camping is the easiest thing because you can hide it in. A million different places. I mean, they, they're stopping cars now all the time and yeah. searching people, aren't they? And arresting people. They aren't Bonner. Bonner was the only camping experience I have. Okay, we're so, so there, they started cracking down more when they sold to Live Nation, especially. Yeah. And every 12 cars, randomly, they're stopping and searching. They stop and search every car at Coachella. Oh. Uh, to get on the campgrounds, you have to be, stop and be searched. The thing is... Especially this year, because we didn't have day zero, and they let us in at midnight, and it took six and a half hours to drive 1.9 miles, because they were so disorganized, and it was, everyone, was, everyone had been up, even the staff had been up for three days, or whatever, like, it's, it was a fucking mess, so it was so, so backed up, they're like, uh, okay, go, uh, right, yeah, nice. okay, go, that's nice. and usually they, they're more thorough, I've seen them, I've seen poor kids sitting down, just waiting to get arrested, because they... We're stupid about stuff. Like, what do you mean? What's stupid? Explain how to... Like, have a bunch of drugs in a bunch of different bags with people's names and numbers on them. Like, Aaron, $10. Steve, $20. Like, this is intent to distribute. Like, yeah, I intend to distribute these. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, yeah, you can't make it look like that. And, and like, people have things. They're just... Just be smart about stuff. Don't hide it. In the first thing in the car, so don't where make do you, it convenient. So where to do you hide it? Underneath, like the the wheel basin or the spare tire? I or like on. in my car, I take off uh, the cover thing, like to change your tail lights. I take off the inside of that, and there's a bunch of area in there, so I just shove it in there and put the like uh, essentially have a hidden compartment in the cool. wall of my car, and they won't search like that. No, never. Uh, I put stuff in the. My ski rack. Yeah. Like, there's, you know, like, the rubber tube things that like, goes down on it. Uh, uh, I put stuff in the thing, like, all in one up like, a tube, and then close and lock the ski rack. So um, like I can't. I don't know. I, so, I, my, this is my roommate's ski rack. It doesn't look like I'm a skier. Yeah. Uh, you are. Like, okay, I'll go on. And uh, I, uh, there's also, 
I mean, people have like Pringles cans and stuff that have fake compartments and Diet Coke cans, and so those like were, go to go to a head shop. Yeah. You so know? if you get if you get a Pringles can in one of those fake compartments and put it among seven Pringles cans, right? Then it's like, yeah, man, no one's gonna catch a, it. Or, or put those Coke bottle in a fucking cooler. Put it in the cooler. Yeah. Yeah. There's always like fill up your cooler with beers. Get a fake can of beer or a couple. Put it in there. Put ice on top of it. Yeah. They're not gonna search. 30 cans of yeah. beer. The only thing hard part is finding it later, which one. But yeah. then like, you'll find it in 10 minutes. Yeah. My friend Josh at, at Bonnaroo used to take it in the, in the spare tire, take that shit out. Yeah. Tire, and then it's underneath there. There's, get creative. Yeah. You know? Plus, it's But more, just not easily findable. Not easily findable, not convenient. Nothing that could pop off. What do you mean pop off? Like, uh, like if you, like, oh, I'm going to glue something. And all of a sudden it's like. <laughs> ah, why does. Why is this so expensive for your friends? Are you screwing over your friends? Are you trying to Are you trying to bring drugs that are smaller? Like acid is one of the smallest drugs. Acid is the easiest drug because you can put it. I mean, even in your you can, in between your credit cards, it's, yeah. it's the, anywhere you can put acid um, underneath the fucking case of your iPhone. Right, and you can. It depends on what kind of acid. Because like I've got like a vial, um, and it's like the droppers and stuff. And so I put uh, a dose Altoids. Nice, and then just. You ever hear about uh, Altoid Roulette? I like it. You, I, I'm putting it together by the name. <laughs> you dose one Altoid, shake it up, and then they're like, take an Altoid, everybody. That's hilarious. <laughs> you're either getting it or you're not. You know, or you do two or three or yeah, 50% yeah, yeah. of them, whatever you want to do. Or just all of them. Or just all of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Surprise! Yeah, except, except why are we even talking about yeah, this? Yeah, just yeah, everyone yeah. just do acid. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so just be smart about it. Yeah, just be smart about it. When they searched my RV on the way to Bonnaroo, they were like searching. I was like, what are you looking for? They're like, glass, really, just glass. Yeah, that's, like, oh, that's a big okay. thing, too. Because people bring in liquor bottles, and that's the first thing. They're like, okay, you can't have, okay, well, what else do you have? Right, we're already and, searching, yeah. Yeah, and I've seen people bring in bongs and stuff, like big hundreds, yeah, that's 500 what I was bongs. With, with, yeah. Like, why, one... Who are you showing off for? Yeah. Oh, you have just, a, you have a thousand dollar bong. Just bring cool. skins and fucking and and weed. Yeah. Bring a little pipe. Yeah. Uh, bring rolling papers or joint. Just bring pre roll joints. Pre roll joints. Yeah. You know, I like to get yeah. the. You can get the raw cone joints. Uh huh. Um, oh yeah, they used to send on, me stuff raw. Yeah. Oh, they're great. Oh, raw is the best. They sent me so much stuff that I became. It was like boxes of them, and I'm like, I can't go through. Like one of yeah. these is like. 24 and I'm like I'm not gonna smoke this in a month so right. I would just take them to comedy clubs and give them to wait, wait staff so I'm like oh, hey great. do you guys want uh, they're like yeah Ari's in town I like the because they have the cone joints and like if you go to the dispensaries the cone joints are like that big and it takes uh-huh. fucking 20 minutes a to few smoke people one. yeah I like they make the tiny little tiny ones tiny cone joints and those are the best get a fucking eighth yeah and you can make like 10 of them because you don't want anything left over you really want to you really want to have the joint quick. as big as what your appetite is. Right. So, like, if I want seven hits and I'm with you who wants 10 hits, we just want a 17 hit thing. Yeah. And not a 34 hit weed and not, not a 10 hit thing. Yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah, little pinners. I like rolling real thin yeah, joints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then you just like throw it and you're done. Yeah. It's, um, you know, that was actually the only thing this year that I had foot problems was it must have been me that did it. That chair, the cherry dropped off and burned the top of my foot. Oh. But that would have happened. Yeah, with flip flops too. With flip flops, yeah. yeah. Dude, I had this plan. I didn't fuck. I'm, I'm, I have regrets in life, and this is one. Go of them. on. <laughs> so I went to LCD with my girlfriend and and her friend and boyfriend. Oh, no, just her friend. And um, 
And then I went again with Soder, Michelle, and Gary Veter, the three comics, and um, and um, Molly and mushrooms, you know, and weed. Um, uh, uh, hippie flipping. Hippie flipping, yeah, and weed just to kick it off, you know, just for, sort of well, for, for continuous, yeah. yeah. But my plan was to bring like ten thinly rolled joints, and I forget which song because once you see them, like they're pretty much playing the same set list, close, you know. Yeah. At this one song, I think just like. Light up all ten and just start passing them back. Just like uh, here you cool. go. Just so yeah. everyone in my area is like, fun. yeah, because it's fun when you smoke a couple times and then you're like, I'm about done. You're like, hey, you guys want this? Like, it's just yeah. let it go, let it into the crowd. People are like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah I really that's, fucking that's a, should have done it. Very Burning Man kind of thing. Very gifting. But it was such a good time that I'm like, I wanted everyone to have a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's a very festival attitude. That's making someone else's experience better, more memorable. Yeah. Because they'd be like, dude, remember when that guy gave out joints to everybody? To everybody? And everyone's being cool. I was doing this thing where I was like, dude, I, I jump at LCD. That's oh, yeah. what I do. And so I'm jumping around. And then like, there's so many people that I can't jump straight up. It's like sometimes it moves over. So what I need is somebody just to put my fucking hand on their yeah. shoulder. And so somebody, I was just doing that somebody nearby. You know, because my friends were on my side, so they weren't close enough. Yeah. And he looked, and I'm like, hey, man. He goes, you're good. You know, and it's like, like I'm not trying to do anything. Do yeah. you mind? If I just, I'm just touching I'm your shoulder. I'm super into this. Yeah. Can you help me? And I think most of the time, like, that guy at least is like, you're cool. It's like, yeah. I get it. You're not doing you anything. Made, yeah, you made a new friend. Yeah. And uh, you made a new memory. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, man, that one guy was so into the, <laughs> you know, what you wanted to hit. I'm like, oh, that was such a good yeah. song. He was partying. So what are the right drugs? What drugs do you take? Um, well, I smoke weed. So obviously smoke weed. Uh, obviously. That takes up the most space. That does. Oh, this year too, because you have to go and from smells the, the most. From the campsites, you have to go through security from the campsites into the Yeah, festival. at Bonnaroo, they're fucking, so you're already in, and now they're fucking confiscating yeah. their shit? Yeah, double security. Uh, and when I worked Coachella last year. Fuck. Uh, you had to go security back into the campsites. This, only the staff did. You had to go back through security. The staff had to go through security? Yeah, security into the festival, security back into the campgrounds. Staff had to go through it? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I still don't know why. Staff is supposed was, to go freebie. Right. Well, that was my, my joy because they were confiscating. And when I had like mushrooms at Bonnaroo waiting for me uh, for, this, for this kid in the fucking wheel basin, it was like, how are we going to get back in? It was like, oh, I'm an artist. You know, yeah. I was performing there. So I just got Travis, my man Travis, to fucking just drive me out there and then drive me right back in through the back of the fucking kitchen area. And then yeah. we're just in. There's no like, that, that double security is fucking killer. It's nuts. But like, generally, because I have I wear the spirit hoods and I have this vest that I always wear. Yeah. And the vest has a million secret pockets in it. Okay. Because I sewed them on, and like the inside, the, the liner of the vest has four pockets uh, that are the size of a pint glass. Because at a lot of festivals they have beer gardens. I want to be free. I'm a roamer, <laughs> and so I just get four pints of beer, put them in my vest, and then I can high five security on the way out of the beer garden. I don't got nothing. And then because I, they're inside? Because they're inside the interior of my vest. Wow. And then I'm walking around all the stages of beer, and people are like, dude, where'd you get that? You can have beer out here? I'm like, you cannot. You're, well, you're not <laughs> yeah. supposed to. You can if you and work like, hard enough. Yeah, I'm like, do you know how to sew? <laughs> <laughs> you got to prepare uh, for these things, yeah. man. Yeah, so I have a bunch of like, hidden secret pockets and stuff. But I mean, the tried and true, just put it in your underwear. They're not going to search your underwear. They're not going to search your underwear. Oh, I was with my uh, the girl, Alexis. And she, we like she had all this fucking, and she likes a concentrate person, you know. Yeah. And she had all these concentrates and one of those lip balm things, and they're like, "What's this?" She's like, "It's lip balm," and they're like, oh, "I don't know." She's like, "It's lip balm," and they're like, "Ah, we got," and they're like, "We got to throw it out." She's like, "Ah," oh. and it was like so much. It was like her whole. Oh, that was a whole weekend. Just because we had to go back to the camp, yeah. and then come back. Like, it's oh. important to not keep all your eggs in one basket too. 
True. Okay. Because uh, like Good when advice. I hide, when I hide stuff, I always have, and I'm, I'm like, okay, the acid's over here, the molly's over here, the mushrooms are over here, the fucking whatever. Da 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 da. Because uh, if they can find one thing, then I'm necessarily going to find everything. Because right. I'm a big tart. Like I used to go through security, and I would bring an old pipe and like a half gram of weed. I'm like, hey, just let you know, this I have weed in the pipe. This is all I have. I'm a beer guy. I'm surrendering this to you. And they're like, okay, go for it. And then they leave you alone with everything else. Yeah, they leave me alone. And then I'm like, mwah, as I go through security. (laughs) Uh, I did that one time at Desert Trip. Yeah. And the kid, and my car has so many festival parking permits, car camping permits and stuff all over it. And they're like, oh, oh, this guy has drugs. And some kid tried to roll me uh, at Desert Trip, the security guy. And he's like, hey, you see those cops over there? I can come have them come over here right now and strip this whole thing head to toe. I know you got drugs in here. Just give them to me and it'll be fine. And I'm like... Fucking security guards are garbage sometimes. And he was... Yeah, he was like 19. Like, he was just some fucking kid. And Power I'm like... hungry. All right. And, that, and that's why... Because I always had the tiny little pipe and the half gram. I'm like, here you go, Here's dude. Here's something. I'm, I'm a beer guy. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm not a drug guy. And he's like, oh, okay, you sure? And if you want to search, you can search it, dude. But... Wow. I got beer to drink. I love those hero stories of saving the drugs. Yeah. I was with Soder at, at Dan Soder at um, Panorama, I think. We we're just going to see Nine Inch Nails. We landed from Montreal and we we're like, it was like. His. They're playing the Palladium too. Nine Inch, they, okay, I saw them years ago at, at Outside Lands and they were good. But when they're not touring a specific album, when it's just their hits, right. they kill. It's. I was it's, yeah. cro- like literally crying in front of Big J's daughter. Oh, cool. Like, during Hurt. Like, I couldn't... I was just crying. I was like, try to hide it. And then I just could I was like, it's coming out. She was looking at me. I'm like, that's an adult? I'm like, yeah, sort of. Anyway, we're going in. And Soder had these, like, like joints that looked like cigarettes, you know, with the, with the filter tips that look yeah. like brown. They're made to look like cigarettes. Yeah. And he goes, you put them in a pack of, like, there's three of these joints, eight cigarettes. He doesn't even smoke cigarettes. And he's like, they're unfindable unless you know that, that that's, you're smuggling them in like this. So, cool. We're waiting in line. This line for security is forever. Held your hands out. He goes, "What's this?" He goes, "Cigarettes." Like, "Oh, no smoking inside." And he was like, "Oh." He goes, "Yeah, you got to throw them out." And I tried. I was like, "Well, can we just go smoke one right now before we go in?" And he goes, "Yeah, but then you got to wait in the security line again." And it was uh, twenty-five minutes. I'm like, "Fuck!" And so I was like, "Forget it." And so he like fucking choked it in his thing, patted him down, nothing. Then they got to me. He's like, "Put your hands out," patted me down, and then I walked right by him, reached in, grabbed it, and kept walking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so oh, I was like, great. "I was hoping you were gonna do that." Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Just like the security guards at the security, like okay, this year at uh, Coachella, the last day I went in, my wallet has this little zipper thing on it. Yeah. And inside of it, I had it has like compartments and stuff, and I had like six hits of Molly. Okay. And five joints in my wallet, and he's like, and I've never had my wallet searched ever. I've had this wallet for quite a while, and he's like, oh, you gotta unzip that thing. I'm like. All right, so I open it up and you just the five joints are right on top. He's like, "Come on in." I'm like, "All right." He doesn't care. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, I just all we care about is our supervisors if they are looking at us that we're searching shit." Right, right. They're regular people too. They They're like right, yeah. the festival. They like saying, "Hey, can you cover me? Because I want to see this band." Yeah, like after working Coachella and meeting all these fucking people, I'm like, oh, okay, I see the motivation behind things. Every now and again, you get the power hungry jerks. Like a lot of the. Security supervisors are pricks. Yeah. Uh, I remember I was getting my golf cart wristband last year, and there was a dude 
talking like his underlings, bragging about tackling people that were trying to sneak in. He's like, yeah, I beat the shit out of him. Da, 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 da. And it's just like these fucking super roided out, like, oorah kind of yeah. fucking jackass juice heads. And uh, like they're, they're the only ones that really give a shit. Right. All the people work, they're actually doing the work. No one cares. Yeah. They're, it's hot. It's hot. Right, yeah. exactly. And it's like, it's I don't how know. they're wearing. But they're having a good time. They're drinks. having a good time. They're waiting for the staff party at the end. Yeah. They're just having a good time. Yeah. So just like, don't fuck with them. Yeah, if, if you're cool and nice. And like, that's the thing, too. Because it wasn't like, mm, I'm just like, man. You know, if I'm in trouble, take it. The best, too, is us staff people. So when you are an artist, Big J showed me this because he went on tour with like the corn, like warped kind of tour. Okay. But like, so he got to know corn that way. Warped. And he was like, the first time we went together at Blues Fest in Ottawa. Um, and this was like an 11 p.m. festival, you know, where it's like ends. Yeah. Which I used to only do those. And then when I discovered Bonnaroo and the camping festival, I'm like, oh, that's it. Yeah. It's, there's no leaving. Right. You never have to go back to the real world. Um, but anyway, they were like, oh, we, the, our, my, uh, my brother, the security guards, they confiscated a bunch of drugs. We can just go get some of those. So they're just like willing to give them to artists. But Jay was like, artists get to go and like stay in the sound booth. And like, oh, cool. I'm like, we're not really artists. He goes, yes, we are. This was a comedian. Does not mean we're like, yeah, they think we're the same as band. musicians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's up, Eric? Hey. <laughs> I'm, I'm well. How are you? Yeah, good to see you. And you as well. Old boss. Um, he fire you? He apologized about it oh, okay. as it was happening. Really? That's it cool. was the other guy. Oh, really? It was the Not one that took my bar shifts. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Okay. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh, fuck. You, uh, not past. worth even talking about. Yeah, okay. Um, it's crazy, too, when you can use an excuse that you're all doing as an excuse to fire somebody. And it's yeah. like, but you do that, too. It w- well, it was... It's a whole thing. He made yeah. fake write-ups and stuff. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Whatever. It was a whole thing. Whatever. But, uh, but anyways, okay, so security and stuff, especially because like, last year I was working uh, Coachella, and I was, remember Jose, one of the, uh, the male waitresses here? Uh-huh. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he was working for this company called Juice Served Here, which is like this, like a press juice thing, uh, and they have since gone out of business, unfortunately, but they, they did all the festivals, and so me, Rose, Jenny, and... Uh, Taylor Boss uh, and Dana worked Coachella and we got like free passes and free everything was whatever and they had the girls sell the stuff because they want pretty girls selling it and then me and Taylor had golf carts and we're stocking stuff and driving around but they weren't doing any inventory so we're giving out coconut water and lemonade and stuff to all the security guys and all the fucking whatever guys and we're being able to go places we're not really supposed to go I was on the stage he, he took my phone he's like you you can't film anything. I'm like, I'm always like, I got to take your phone. I'll give it back to you, but like, go for it. I was on the stage during what? Radiohead Soundcheck. What? Yeah, I was like 15 feet away from Tommy York. Wow. I'm like, this is fucking sick. Wow. All thanks to coconut water. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot out, man. Here, hydrate. Can so, I go so, up? so, okay, so back to that. What drugs? Okay. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> I like taking acid in the morning. Okay. And, like, I'll do two hits of acid in the morning. And, really? Yeah. And to kind of just lay the base for the day. And because there's so much fun daytime stuff. Cause, and usually, I used to go in later in the afternoon and, yeah. like, and then come back and, you know, you get beers or whatever. But in the last couple of years, especially because been, our campsites have been far, far. away. Yeah, you don't want to go back. 
you don't want to go back and hoof it. So I go in for the day. So I gear, I wear my vest, I got my spearhead. The whole fucking, everything I'm going to need, I have on me. Yeah. And I'm in for the day. And so I take the acid. And daytime stuff, like everything's there's so much art and everything's bright and colorful and blah, blah, blah. And then you look down at the grass and it's all wetter, they're water, and it's like, okay, this is all right. And, then, and a lot of drinking, a lot of daytime drinking too. And then usually uh, maybe an hour or two before sunset, I take my first molly. And then as the sun's setting, I take some more molly and then some mushrooms. Wait. Okay. So like I'm on I'm on tripping on acid, and then the Molly brings me up to Happy Zone. Yeah, and then I take more Molly before I leave Happy Zone. So the Happy Zone it stays or even gets bigger, and the mushrooms add the fun mushroom twist to it. The lights and colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the acid is all still there. I might take another hit of acid too. Really? Uh, you yeah. just mix it all in. Yeah, they call it Jedi flipping. I've only mixed acid and mushrooms one time. It is great, and because like you know when one doesn't kick in. It's that it's that right. it's that nervousness. Like, okay, I should take more because it's not kicking in hard enough. Mm-hmm. But if this is still going to kick in soon, then if I take more, it will be way too much. Right. So just take the other drug, and, uh, the right amount, yeah. and then if it does kick in, they work together. If not, if not, then, then I got on one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it it's was like a great. safety. It was great. It's a, it's a safety parachute. Yeah, drugs. yeah, yeah. It's like a hey, if if I'm not married by fifty and you're not married by fifty. Molly, I, I like to call, um, or Mandy, if you're in the UK. Um, they call Mandy over mm-hmm. there? That's hilarious. Yeah, which I think is a better term, because MDMA. It, there's no L's in MDMA. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, one, of, one of the guys in the Burning Man group, his uh, Burning Man name is the Molly Lama, <laughs> which I think is a great, <laughs> great name. It sure is. The Molly Lama. Yeah, but I, the only problem with mushrooms, to me, is that occasionally you can start going down the rabbit hole, bad thoughts. Right. So the Molly... Doesn't happen with acid. What? Doesn't happen with acid. Does not? Yeah. I've never gone to a dark place with acid. Okay. But the Molly makes sure the happy thoughts stay up. Right. It's just like if like the volleyball's coming down, you just pop the volleyball. Molly just is is the forearms to pop the fucking thoughts back up. Yeah, the dig for all the volleyball. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) And to get those thoughts back up. So now you're just like, now I'm in a good mood. Oh, pretty colors. Stare at this tree. That's fun. Whose hands are these? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, Molly is, is the safety buffer. It's a universal donor. For all, yeah, it's yeah. a universal donor for all hallucinogens. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, throw weed in the mix with everything and keep it going, and then... Weed goes with everything. Yeah, weed goes with everything. Just makes everything stronger. Yeah, and then, if you're tired, that's when the cocaine comes in. I've heard cocaine be referred to as festival coffee. Yeah, it is. they'll do a bump in the morning and be like, that'll get me up and get out, oh, I've done, and now, now I'm there. I've done a fair amount of morning. Ten-minute ten high, whatever it is, but now I'm in the campgrounds yeah. by the time it wears off, so now so I'm going. Because you're so exhausted, physically and mentally, yeah. and emotionally, yeah. that it's just like, oh my God. <laughs> like this year, we were setting up the slip and slide, and the slip and slides are not allowed at Coachella. Oh, really? uh, yeah. And for whatever reason, they, they always say different reasons. This year, they said it was because uh, it was a fire lane. Um, oh, and so we it. got like we had the, fe- the it was a hundred foot slip and slide and like it's in the campgrounds and everyone in the neighborhood just fucking pumped on it and yeah, we sorry. set it up this year well they set it up this year because I was just haggard still mm-hmm. and I'm just <laughs> come on guys and give me just a second shotgun a beer hang on I'm coming I'm coming I'm getting back and but they were technical about they were like fucking a pit crew at NASCAR setting this thing up. They had it up, wet and soaked up, ready to go in 
30 seconds. And uh, it took a good 10 minutes for me to do my first slide. But it was all, I wouldn't have made it be able to do it if it wasn't for Festival Go, Coffee. Festival Coffee. Yeah. Have you heard it called that before? I haven't, and I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to use it so much. Push that around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nose Beers is a. Nose Beer. Yeah, Nose Beer is a big fa- uh, uh, a favorite one going around, I feel. My only problem with cocaine at festivals. It counteracts hallucinogens. Sure. It, so, it sobers you up too much. And it doesn't really go with the experience sometimes in terms of like if I see somebody like super fucked up on acid, I'm like, yeah, man. But if yeah. I see somebody super fucked up on coke, it's like, oh, can you kind of get away from me? Yeah, You're wrong too drug. aggressive. It's like if someone was on meth. Yeah, exactly. And I've seen that before. I've seen ice before. Yeah. And it's like, dude, and it's like, come on, you want some ice? I'm like, dude, you got to calm down and get the fuck out. What are you doing? That's not the right drug for this festival, yeah. bro. It's, there was, we were at the High Sierra Music Festival uh, one year, which is a great festival up in the Sierras. Um, bluegrass, jam bandy, jazz, kind of like, real Burning Man. Uh, and that's the kind of camping where they open the doors and your car is parked at a satellite lot and you have all your shit like in wagons or whatever and it's a, just a mad dash we're gonna camp here and you claim a little a plot of land oh wow and it's uh super woodsy the only ads you see there are like a tiny little sign that says Sierra Nevada and it's like oh there's where the beer is uh-huh. uh, Sierra Nevada actually they made a beer for that festival called Festive Ale really and you could get a souvenir <laughs> aluminum pint glass for like 12 bucks and it came with a beer and you re- could refill it for 4 bucks for a, like a, a hoppy pail at a music festival compared to a $12 oh, Dos cool. Equis, yeah at Coachella. Cool. But yeah, $4 custom beer for the... More, please. You just bring your own cup. Yeah, and it's... A, well, you, you buy oh, the buy cup. Once, yeah. It's a souvenir cup, too. How much was the cup? 12 bucks with oh, a beer. Fucking fine. Yeah. Oh, that's the cost of one beer anyway. That's the cost of one beer anyways, yeah. Fuck, yeah. Um, but at that one, they had... Because it's at like a... There's like a grandstand, it's like a fairground sort of thing, but it's all in the, it's all grass and woods and stuff. Yeah, nice. But they have brick and mortar um, bathrooms here and there. And uh, we went into one one time, and it was late. And and they're in the bathrooms, they have showers too, and where it's like a, a curtain. There's not like it stalls or anything. There's one shower and there's a curtain on the back of the end of the bathroom. And we went into one, and you could hear all the music in the distance or whatever. And there was just a bunch of dudes just kind of scratching, yeah. tweaking out in there. We're like, this is the wrong fucking place. Undesirable. Like, what are you doing? Uh, but that man, that festival, very Burning Man attitude, super hippies, a lot of the gifting in, in the campgrounds. Uh, there was a parade where like, we were just kind of walking somewhere and then all of a sudden like we're in a parade and there's people on <laughs> stilts and big 20 foot tall puppets and brass bands and stuff were like what the fuck did this come from and somebody was like dude you can't find the parade the parade finds you we took we tried to find it for the rest of the weekend couldn't find the parade wow and like okay and they have a uh uh sunrise kickball league there where the first day me and my buddy were in a deep deep outfield just kind of sitting there like scooping fucking coffee in our noses <laughs> yeah and like because we're like still like we're we took a ton of mushrooms and we're like okay this I guess we're up, so let's just be up. And as we're out there, someone booted it. And I see it in the peripheral vision, and I'm just like... And I I couldn't catch a fucking... Somebody booted it? Oh, like, booted your booted kickball, the, yeah. the kickball. And I couldn't catch a kickball that was flying at me. Sober. Sober. But I just go, palmed <gasps> it. And people were like, wow. And then I, whipped, I, ch- I threw a guy out. And then the, all 200 people came out and rushed us in the outfield. <laughs> like, yeah. And the next couple of days, because this was, uh, you get there Wednesday. And there's music Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And 
uh, by the end of the festival, by Sunday morning, there was like 3,000 people at the kickball. And instead of bases, they have trampolines. So what? Yeah, so it's a, it's a pretty fun time. I mean, wow. roll ankles left and right. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, but it's a really, really fun festival. And it's a kind where, similar to the Lightning in a Bottle, where you camp, and you can camp up here, and you unzip your tent, and there's a stage right there. Like, you camp in the festival. What is this one? Uh, the High Sierra Music Festival. Wow. It's coming up in... July, I think. How many do you go to a year? This year, it's uh, Coachella, Lightning in a Bottle, Arroyo Seco. I want to do Kabo. Cake is playing. Cake? Cake oh, is cool. playing. Uh, and Robert playing. Do you think they're going to go the distance, or do you think they're going <laughs> to... go for speed. <laughs> yeah, okay. She's all alone. <laughs> this is the time of need. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm fucking, I would love oh, to that's see cool. Uh And then I'm gonna do. I want to do. Life is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, in Vegas, because it's a buddy of mine's bachelor party too, and Arcade Fire is playing. Arcade Fire. Um, that, that's one of the first bands I ever saw at a festival. Was I saw them at at at, at, Oce- at Blues Fest in Ottawa, so it's yeah. Canada, and fucking Bob Slayton and um and this other guy were doing a bunch of coke and i was never done it before just i was like no come on the guys let's go he's like all right one hit i'm one hurt turn to the 10 i was like all right i'm going they blew my mind hour yeah. and a half never stopped playing They're, they stopped for 10 seconds like hey these are our violinists okay right back in <laughs> you yeah know? god that band them and lcd sound system and they toured together one year what? uh it was called the shut up and play the hits tour <laughs> and uh they uh win butler the lead singer of arcade fire is on the live album LCD at Madison Square Garden. And they sing um, Shut Up and Play the Hits. Eric went to that. My friend Eric went to that oh, show. Oh, sick. Yeah. It's, a good, it's on Spotify. It is? Yeah. It's a good album. 25 tracks, I believe. They, they just kept playing. Yeah. Uh, but Arcade Fire, I think they're probably... I mean, they're probably my favorite band. Uh, I was in their last movie uh, because they, they first stop on their tour on the, the reflector tour was at the palladium and they played under the name the reflectors uh-huh. and josh martin actually because you had to have an la zip code to get tickets and they love they love la which i'm pumped about because usually canadians they love visiting la <laughs> yeah uh, but uh josh got tickets i had all my friends getting tickets i'm on like six devices and stuff trying to get no one can get tickets josh gets two tickets fast. yeah so me and josh go and josh gets there at eight in the morning to line up and he's second in line. And I show up later to meet everybody. Like, hey, I'm his buddy. Does anybody want anything? I can bring you stuff. I'm, I live over here, so I'm going to go home. But, like, I'm not going to... If you want, you want some Gatorade or whatever. So <laughs> when I show up at 6 p.m., you're not pissed at me for being like, hey. Yeah. Uh, and I was cool. And, like, they let Josh come and walk over to my place and, like, use a John and hang out or whatever. And it was on Halloween. And it was costumes required to come in. Love that. Which is Awesome. Love that. Like, what a fun thing. Yeah, me and Yusuf dressed up to see him in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, like, I saw him in San Diego on this last tour, San Diego and uh, at the Forum, and dressed up the whole time, you know? I mean, yeah. I always wear stupid shit anyways, regardless. I was wearing these pants before. I was, oh, it's a festival day. <laughs> I wanted to um, gear, too. Pineapple pants. Dude, leggings changed my life, dude. Like, I got some made for, for Burning Man. That oh, I really? Use. Yeah, there's some at, at the House of Yes and whatever. They just had a... Pretty much like pre-Burning Man, like yeah. all the vendors come in, and so this one lady had these leggings. I was like, "Cool!" And she was like, "I was like, oh, do you have this in a large?" She goes, "No." She goes, "But I can make some. Is what I do, and I live." Oh, so sick. I was like, "Oh yeah, okay. Give me 
one of these in pineapple and give me yeah, yeah, yeah. hamburger and pizza one in shorts. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And like, I'll meet you in two days. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, so we're at the, the arcade fire thing and they come in, the preservation hall jazz band plays them in, that Norland's horn band. And they have the big paper mache heads on and there's like a little parade going in and they take the first 10 people in line, me and Josh included, into the Palladium with the band and the Preservation Hall guys and we have a private dance party with Arcade Fire and then they open the doors for everybody else and we had enough time between finishing the dance party because they like taught us a dance to do during the show, which didn't work. But like, I mean, we're all jammed in there. This is, there's, 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 this is a complicated dance move. Like I'm going to go like this, you know? (laughs) and they, they give me enough time to get enough beer for the show because I've got buddies that work at the Palladium too, so I get nice hook, the homie hookup. Nice. And like we were up on the fence, so we had like extra beer up against the fucking rail. Yeah. And we're fucking dancing, partying the whole time. And in their movie, the reflector tapes, uh, they show me that we see me and Lion and Josh uh, a couple of times, but then there's one shot where it's just me wearing a spirit hood with a big old grin on my face for it's like 29 seconds or something, and I'm like, all right, okay, cool. so like my favorite band put me in their thing. Cool. Then I'm like, should I add my name to the IMDb? Because <laughs> all it says on the IMDb page for it just says the Arcade Fire, and I'm like, and Ryan Mervis. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're great. They came in uh, in this. We were on the floor. Me and Yusuf. We did a show in Chicago just to pay for the trip and the tickets. Oh, that's great. Yeah, we're like, let's just fucking promote it. Whatever we make. Yeah, you know. So uh, they come in. So we're on the floor in the, and they come in the back of the floor. Yeah, and then go through that way. Which tour was this? Was this for Reflector or was this for the new one? No, Reflector. Okay, cool. Yeah, what a great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all the fucking steel drum shit, Mm -hmm. you know, and like so they come through Kitty Corner and then they get to where the stage is, where the stage meets the floor, and also where the stands come in. It's all sort of like in that corner. And he's coming in, winds coming in. So let's say he's coming in this way, and you're in the front or in the stands, and the stage right there. And he gets to here, and he just looks. No, 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 no. And uh, and he just like stops, and he goes, "Why are you sitting down?" Like, as he's going, and he, puts, he puts the mic in the guy's face, and the guy goes, ah! And when it goes, all right. And then he just goes back on stage. <laughs> it was so great. Everyone's going nuts. Like, oh, they're in amongst us? And he goes, yeah. <laughs> Why are you sitting down? <laughs> That's um, great. Yeah. Dude, Arcade Fire, what I really like about Arcade Fire is if you're on their, in their fan club, like on yeah. the mailing list, all the fan pre-sale tickets are only floor tickets. Only floor. Yeah. So you can't, like, if they don't sell out on them, um, you know, open to the GA or whatever. But they, it's, because floor tickets for Arcade Fire, like, I'm sure they're fine in the stands. But, like, floor no, tickets for Arcade Fire, you want to be dancing around. I missed this year, and I'm willing to put the money down for them. But, like, the tickets they had where, where it was Madison Square Garden and, and um, or maybe Barclays Center, but the stage was in the middle, and so yeah. the floor was all around them. And I'm like, well, I don't want to see their backs. Which here's way a, they here's what happened because that's what, that was his last tour, uh, and it worked great because it was like a boxing ring, and then they eventually dropped the ropes, but they like entered in like it was they were boxers, uh-huh. and they had like a person like all right arcade fire undefeated champions oh, really? kind of thing yeah, and they it was they would go they would hit everybody oh, they would around. they would okay yeah. the okay. only person that was static was a drummer. Right. Um, 
And, but it, it worked surprisingly well because also it gave such an opportunity to be in the front. There's three extra front rows. Right. You know? So, you, like, in San Diego, we were up on the rail. Uh, and then, wow, that's great. And then great. the next day when they played L.A., we had the forum. And we're like, you know what? Let's go back a little bit. And it was a whole different show because then we could see – because above, the there's lights. four different LED screens. And so we're like, oh, we can see the light show and the stage show and all this stuff. Before, we're like, oh, we can see the sweat dripping off their faces. Yeah, that's fun to be able to see them actually play the guitar. Yeah. But it's also fun to just be on the floor somewhere. Just to, to soak yeah. in the whole show. Because yeah. they put so much... Like, the War on Drugs put on... They're touring right now. I've seen that. And uh, their show is all stage lighting. It's uh-huh. not LED screens and stuff. It's all different lights. And it's like, if you step back... Because we were super close at Coachella. But if you step back, it's like, oh, man, this is elaborate and cool. Yeah. Uh, same thing with so many bands. Yeah, that they put so much energy into that light show. Yeah, that you're like you do want to like yeah because like, the technology like Beyonce who I was gonna go stay for one show or one song and I stayed the whole time because she was captivating. Yeah, uh, that stage show if you were up in the front row, cool. There's Beyonce, but I mean this is a grand production. This was the most elaborate pop concert you yeah. could ever see. And it's almost like you just like I don't need to see your face. I'll just hear it. Yeah, and like, there's, like, hey, there's, there's a big hundred photo- video yeah. screens yeah. that I can look at. Yeah, so if you can do that, but really you just want to get lost in it. The, the, let's talk about the seating places for these festivals because you do have that. So I guess we're already talking about it. your front row, you have somewhere in the floor, and then you have my favorite thing. Daytime is just way back the lawn. on the lawn. Yeah. And I always compare, like, for that, the best experience band-wise with that is Band of Horses, is to get a fucking little, like, either sit on the grass or somebody has a blanket and just sit out there. They're a 4 p.m. band, yeah. so it's not too packed, and you just sit there, enjoy the music, talk, smoke a J, drink yeah. beers, and just it's, sit. You have room. Uh, I actually stayed with the uh, lead singer of Band of Horses in Seattle for a little bit. He, he dated my sister. Really? Yeah. I love uh, Back band. when they were called Horses, and he worked construction. Really? Yeah. Oh, uh, this is quite a while ago. Wow. Um, but I like, I, I feel as a part of it is just because I've gotten older. I don't really like being up on the rails because I, I need, because I also dance. Yeah, like you want to jump around. You I can't. dance like a goddamn banshee. Yeah. Like, I mean, some of these shows, like LCD at the Hollywood Bowl last week, yeah. I might as well have been doing P90X. Like, yeah. I was fucking dancing. You know, same thing like Odessa at uh, Coachella this year. I danced the hardest because I. The timing of all my drug intake really intersected <laughs> at Odessa. And I'm just like, <laughs> like, it was a lot of hand stuff, a lot of foot stuff. Like, I, I lost some weight at Odessa, you yeah. know? Um, but I like to do, generally, I like to stand at the speakers behind the, and to sound. the side, behind the sound booth. Because, you have room to dance, but you're still you have the good sound from the speakers. I like, like to stand. I always base where I'm at on speaker placement because uh-huh. I want the best sound possible. Yeah, you want center. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I like right in front of the sound booth if I'm going to do that. So it's back right. enough. I like to. I, I like to. You're. I, I usually go stage left. Yeah. Uh, so the, you can't see the sound booth. They're not blocking anything, but you're kind of like parallel to it because uh, you have so much room to dance. If it's not crowded, you you're like oh okay. Let's move forward. Let's yeah. move forward. Let's move forward. Um, it's been a while since I've been way the fuck up uh, at a festival just because of the dancing. Yeah. Because I'm also a huge dude. Like, I don't want to knock people over. I don't want to block people's views. That's a big thing. I, like, I hate blocking people's views. 
Like, I wore a top hat at a concert one time. It was an LCD concert. That's the problem. It's like, I don't want to block you. I'm tall, too. And it's like, I feel bad. But, like, then you move into an empty space, and it was like, oh. And you're like, oh, damn it. But it's like, there's more space there. I don't know what I'm going to tell you. Yeah, it's a general admission. You can move. Sorry. I saw a a guy with a shirt one time on the back of it, across the shoulders, that I'm six foot seven. I'm sorry, but it's not my fault. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, I like this guy. He must have been talked to before. The best seats I think we ever got is Bonnaroo and Sam Pitchell and, and Rocky brought us in to, in the sound booth for LCD. Oh, cool. But it was in the sound booth up against the rail there, and we just had room behind us. Oh, that's great. So we were center, but then if we wanted to move back and dance a little bit, you just had tons of space. Yeah. And come right back again to the middle, and oh, it was fucking great. You're not blocking anybody. That's awesome. Yeah, it was in between the fucking... General, and then right behind us, the VIP rich people. Yeah. And, and Soda just kept Dude, getting tripped out. And he goes, we're the in-between. Comics are in-between rich and, and commoners. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like... You're the fine line. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, we're the gap. Yeah. <laughs> dancing on the fence. Yeah. That's hilarious. Dude, but the VIP... I'm glad you brought that up. I forgot about it. Go ahead. Fuck the VIP. Fuck the VIP, man. Yeah. The VIP is... There's nothing good about it. Uh... The bathrooms aren't even cleaner. It's not nicer. And a lot anything. of times they make you move to the side where it's not even good seats. Right. VIP is off in a little corner in some fucking ivory tower. The only thing that's nicer about the VIP is they have a little bit better of a food selection. But the food selection in any of – there's awesome anyways. Like you're going to find sick shit. Oh, they yeah. just have more sick shit. Yeah. You know? Uh, like when I was working – Occasionally it'll be like beef they cut, you know, like, like a roast beef. Sure. So it's like, all right. Whatever. Uh – when I was working last year at Coachella, I remember there was two different times. One, like we had like a little uh, area with like refrigerators that was separate from our stand. That was like thirty feet away. There was like a staff only. There's a bunch of fridges and like a prep area for places for people and stuff. Yeah, uh, like a bunch of different companies were using it. And I went back there one time, and there's a girl sitting on a milk crate, just like. Sobbing, weeping, and like Coachella's hot. Coachella's hard, and there's some poor Coachella's hard. Yeah, some poor schmuck. It's like it's gonna be. Oh, come on, let's just you know, come on, let's just go get back out there, and it's gonna be fine. It's blah, blah, blah. Like he's just like, oh, I got stuck with this one because he kept looking. He's like, dude, how do? What do I? Uh, I'm like, good luck, bro. Uh, and I tried. I'm helping him because I'm like, hey, um, sorry, sweetie, you're not allowed to be back here. She's like, but it's hot. I'm like, listen, I'm. Yeah, I get it, but you can't be back here. But you know, and it's just—it's everyone's so entitled because they spent a thousand dollars on a ticket. You're not special. You're not special. You know, there was another chick. They think they're better than everybody. They do. Too. There's a huge "I'm better than you" kind of thing. Excuse me, why are you here? It's like why are you here? Yeah, because yeah. the hard work your dad did. Right. Shut the fuck up. There was a chick that I saw her. She dropped a poke bowl. She was trying to take a picture. She dropped her poke bowl. Started crying. And I was, I had a thing of like a crate of juice on my shoulder. I'm running the golf cart to go drop off juice, get more. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> and walked away. And I get back. She's on the ground crying. Another poor dude. I can catch you another poke of juice. what you want? <laughs> and she's just like sobbing. And Coachella's hard. That's, I heard so many whiny. Coachella. Coachella's a hard. A music festival this is hard. hard. And but the best part is she was wearing fishnets and a thong and like heels and pasties. 
You can't cry like that <laughs> when you're wearing pasties unless you're like behind the body shop in the parking lot. You know, like what have I done with my life? Yeah. Like this, you, you can't do that. And I was eventually, it was, I would see the whining, crying chicks. I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. I go out into the GA. And I see, like, first thing I do, I see these two girls lying on the ground crying. And I'm like, oh, out here, too. Then, I'm, then they, I see that they're rolling around, tickling each other. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh. There's the difference. That's the right crying. There's the difference. <laughs> yeah. There's people having fun, goofing around, rolling in the dirt, tickling each other, versus crying over, literally over spilt milk. It's the fucking, do you see Titanic? Everybody saw Titanic. Yeah. Where it's like, they're up there all proper on top, and in the bottom, in steerage, they're having they're a dancing, blast. having a yeah. blast, man. Yeah. It's like you pay more for a worse experience. Yeah. It's, and that's the reason why, like, there's kaboom. Yeah, great. You have nice showers. Fuck off. That's, the shower, that's, that's worth it, I guess. Yeah. But the rest is not worth You're making yourself having a worse time. Right. People think just as they're spending more money, it's be better, a better time. Which, the only time that's true is if it's... It's true a lot. But um, hostels are better than hotels. It yeah. turns out, not if you're there for one night, but if you're there for so three or four nights, you're going to make a lot more friends at a hostel yeah. versus... Zero friends ever made at a hotel. At, at, at the, uh, the Burbank Hilton? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what are you going to get here? I mean, whatever. If you need a hot shower, then fine. But, like, yeah. come on. It's And the, the attitude there, though. And I remember there was yeah, this. Yeah, that oh, night rock star party, like a rock star now, which is, like, super VIP, which you pay, like, 10, 15 grand for. And you I, get, like, a, your own tour bus and shit. Oh, and it's for, like, the, 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 the children of, like, the Illuminati. And it's yeah, just like. But yeah, you can take a, a Uber helicopter into Coachella now. Yeah. For, exactly. It's like it's, it's like, like two grand or something. Uh, all right. I mean, that is better than waiting the six hours, but but uh, uh, everybody hates you. Yeah. Like, Just so you know, no yeah. one likes rich people. Hey, I took a helicopter in. Oh, I waited in traffic. Oh, cool. Are you endearing yourself to me yeah. right now? Do, do I get the helicopter now? Or? <laughs> yeah. Is it free? Uh, there was uh, I can't remember fucking name. It was a black chick with a shaved head, where it was like blonde with a big butt. And I guess she banged Kanye or something, and so she's famous. <laughs> okay, I don't know. She's some. What the fuck was her name? I don't remember. Who cares? But I was on the golf cart in like the work zone golf cart thing, and they give celebrities these little scooter things now at Coachella. Uh, these little, you know, like if you break your leg. Oh, yeah, you yeah. see people uh-huh. with a little scooter. It's like that, but it's motorized. Oh, cool. And because they do get mobbed, so it's an easy way. I'm going to get away. And, but I was driving, and I almost hit her because her and her friends were on the things and doing things wrong because they're special and they can do whatever they want. And so I honk. I was like, get the fuck out of the way. And she flips me the bird. And then uh-huh. later on, I, I'm back at the thing, and I see her again. I'm like, that's the chick I was hitting. And somebody's like, oh, my God, that's... So and so, and you see everyone just sees, it and the cell phones go up, oh, da, 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 da. and that, that's also a weekend shitty one life, thing. Shitty life. Yeah, and so weekend one versus weekend two at any festival, if it's a two weekend festival, because it's the same artists both weekends. Weekend two is where weekend, weekend two is better. Weekend one is where you go to be seen, right? Yeah. Weekend one is for people who care All about the reality high-level stars actresses are there. and stuff. Yeah. Oh, who's here? Da, 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 da. Um, weekend two is the difference between weekend one is you watch a show like this. Ugh, weekend two, you watch a show like up. this with your hands up. Yeah, yeah. It's I I, I hate I that get how, to be seen how, how that's energy. what stops me from going to Coachella because the word of it out is so big that it's like all it's you the see biggest it's, a, in the it's an Instagram festival. Yeah. So then it's like I'm not really interested in that and like and like the scene of it. They say that about Burning Man, but then when you ask about people about Burning Man, I mean you can tell me too. But like, oh, that celebrity part is it's two percent. It's yeah. you never even see it really. It's I mean, our camp is right next to Susan Sarandon's camp and, like, whatever. Yeah. Though, if she said, 
green light, I would. Kill it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Susan I jerked off to that, to Bull Durham, Susan Sarandon. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to do that it's later. Been a long time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, dust off the old junk. You don't age in the movies. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's no, I mean, who gives a shit with celebrities today? So what are you saying, between one and two? Oh, we can one, we can two. We can one, also the age difference. There's a lot more kids that we can one. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Fuck kids at festivals. I'm yeah. here to do drugs. Get your fucking child out of here. Well, not kids, kids, but like teenagers. Oh, okay. That's all right. Uh, that's all right. Yeah, they're just, you know, kids. Okay, that's okay. okay. I'm I'm, I'm fine with that. But yeah, I don't like children at festivals. However, there were children at Burning Man. And, but it's not a music festival. And these kids. It's a drug festival, though. Yeah. These kids uh, were like our neighbors. And they kept coming by. And we played this song, um, Booty Man by Tim Booty Wilson. And we play it over and over and over and over again. It's our camp's theme song. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's how we got the name The Enchanted Booty for us. Because at one point we had an art car and we would play the booty song. This was like, uh, I think, five Burning Mans ago. Yeah, something like that. And people would come up and request a booty song. It was real catchy. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like it's funky and old, but like without being annoying. Yeah. Uh, it like really hits that fine line. And Who is it? What's the name of the song? Booty Man. Okay. By Tim Booty Wilson. And uh, the, the, uh, the kind of the patriarchs of our camp have actually contacted, uh, he passed away, but he contacted the family and they're like, oh man, that's awesome that you guys are doing this. Like they're all about it. Oh. Um, and so people come by the camp and play the booty song, play the booty song. And there was one time uh, I was eating a burrito and there's a bunch of the cats kind of in our area. Uh, we have like a, a circular hanging bed in the middle of our. Uh, camp, and it was actually at Tomorrowland in Disneyland at one point. It's like really? this cool hanging circular. Wow. It's like a ten foot wide. It came out of there. Yeah, wow, and cool. Um, cool history. We were yeah, and we were um, uh, sitting there, and there was some some of the people were playing Magic the Gathering. Yeah, and uh-huh. the kids roll up on their bikes, hey, play the booty song. Play the, like, sorry, we're playing again. They're like, are you playing Magic? Play the booty song, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> fucking got, got burned by a bunch of 12, 12 year olds. It was fucking great. Uh, and so that was enjoyable. It's fun seeing, you know. And I feel like kids that go to Burning Man, kids that go to Coachella, whatever, but kids that go to Burning Man are more well rounded, I feel. Uh, right. You're going there. You're exposed to that. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is, this is, a, a, this is a real thing. People are like this. Yeah. That's how I feel, by the way, at, uh, at, um, when, kids, when kids' kids show up at the comedy shows and everyone's like, feels weird they're there. I almost want to be like, guys, if their parents trust them to be at a stand-up comedy show, these kids... They're going to grow up to be great. It ain't the first time they're exposed to this, too. Yeah. They're fine. Yeah. They can hear sex shit. Uh, the one time that I was like... Yeah, they're uh, gonna grow up well rounded. You're right. Yeah, because they're they're accepting the shit. Yeah. The uh, the one time that I was a little weary about the kids was I was very high on acid. Yeah. And I was stoned and drunk and had taken a fair amount of ketamine. And by Ketamine's fair amount, a big one too, I now, mean right? that's a big a big lot of ketamine. <laughs> yeah. It's a really nice Burning Burning Man. It's a really good Burning Man drug. Um, I've just taken it for the first couple times this year. It's feels like drunk. Yeah, but like in a weird next level kind of. Yeah, drunk. Yeah. 
Um, trying to find this picture. And I'm really glad in this case that someone else was taking pictures. Well, while and, Merv is uh, trying to find this picture, this word is sponsored by our sponsors here. <laughs> farts, everybody. <laughs> farts. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Farts, for sponsoring the Skeptic Tank. Episode uh, 320-something. <laughs> so wow. these kids came over, and there's a hanging bed. That's and gorgeous. They, they jumped up on the thing because we're playing the booty song. And I'm lying here. And they were like crawling around on the bed too. Like, What's that light? Like, oh, that no, that's, that's keeping the bed up. Uh, okay. that's, no, the light is. Uh, that's actually our bar. Oh, I thought. I mean, the, the down. Those aren't lights. Those are wires. Yeah, those are uh, rope. Okay. Um, and they jumped on there. And they jumped on there. And we're playing the booty song. Oh, that's them. That's the kids. And oh, those made. are kids. Yeah, they were. I think they were twelve. Right next to you, gacked out on acid, and yeah. just like chilling by, nearby you. Yeah, and I remember that they were all giggling and laughing. Uh, because the song talks about all sorts of different booty. Yeah. And they say, the word booty comes up quite a lot. (laughs) And they're giggling and talking, and there's one girl that wasn't laughing. And the other girl goes, Ashley, why aren't you laughing? The the word booty is really funny. And she's like, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. And she's like, but why aren't you laughing? She's like, I don't know. She's like, Ashley, why aren't you laughing? It's funny. And I'm just like, Leave her alone. <laughs> you feel it when you're outside. You feel it. What's going She doesn't have to laugh. <laughs> Poor Ashley. It's be your own self, Ashley. <laughs> uh, and it was like it was it was. I was in their little world, their little children's dialogue world, fucking tripping out and whatever. I'm like, and they finally hear you. I'm like, are they, are they fucking gone? <laughs> that was exhausting. Wait, why wasn't Ashley laughing? She doesn't have to fucking laugh. Right? Leave Ashley alone. <laughs> Poor Ashley. Uh, the only bummer about those kids, because that wasn't a bummer at all. It was just silly. But when the dude ran into the man this year, the dude that died, yeah, they were right there and saw uh, it. Really? And they were in counseling like the rest of the bird. That's a little early to see that. Yeah, it's a little early to see someone die. It really... There's no age where you really want to see that, to be honest. Right. So the kids are like, oh. And then I can see their parents are like, look, we could not have planned for this. Right. We could have planned for them running into some fat guy on acid. But we could not have planned. Hefty. Yeah. All right. Sorry. <laughs> but we could not have thought. And they're like, they'll be fine. It's okay. We trust them. Yeah. But they could not have thought that this guy right. was going to fucking run I mean, he ran death. through like four layers of security. And the nice thing is, though, he didn't commit suicide. He was just on a bazillion drugs. Yeah. Because if he would have committed suicide, fuck that guy. Right. What a selfish thing to do. In front of 70,000 people. That's not the time to do it. Do it by yeah. yourself in your yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. tub. Do it by yourself. Do it like Richard Jenny did. Yeah. Fucking clean it up. Yeah. Cancel your road gigs. Right. Do it nicely. Yeah. I get it. Fucking be a hero. Take yourself out. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That takes a lot of courage. But Way to go, champ. Be cool about it. Um, but uh, they had so many volunteer counselors and come come out and do this and talk to people, which was really nice. Afterwards? Yeah. The, the thing is, like during the burn, because they, they do the man burn, it's a big party. And all the art cars circling is loud as fuck, and it's, 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 it's insane party. Then versus the temple burn where everyone's sitting down, holding hands and crying uh-huh. the next night. Yeah, um, you put your picture of your dog in there, huh? Yeah, I made a whole big memorial, and I waited to the what last. A, what a good camping dog, man! He was the best, dude. Preppy, yeah. Remember preppy. he saved us from that skunk. Yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> that's when you like because we were running on the blind path, yeah, trying to get away from the skunk. And, but Preppy hadn't ran past us yet. He's faster than all of us, you know? So I'm like, I got to get Preppy. I turn around. We slam into each other. Drop like a bag of bricks. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> like, yeah Just yeah. go. Just go. I see Preppy running. The skunk is chasing after him. Uh, then we both got, me and him got skunked in the face. <laughs> what a night. That turned into a really fun night. It was. Yeah. Malibu Creek State Park. Malibu Creek State Park. Home of skunks. Home of skunks. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't believe that we had so much trouble with the blind trail. And then, um, and then 
in the light of day the next day, I was like, oh, blind trail means it's for the blind. Yeah. I th- thought it was called the blind trail. It's literally lined yeah. with like... Yeah, they had the sign that said, this trail is, you know, yeah, 85 br- feet long and it's three feet wide with a border. There's on the way. There's yeah. braille, like this kind of tree is right here. And there's this borders where you can like stay on this path. Yeah. And we, we couldn't fucking handle it. There was like Too measurements. Many like, it's going to veer to the right in 15 feet. So like blind people can be like... Yeah. And, we, <laughs> and we're running away from the skunk on the trail. Whereas we could just... Go straight. Go straight. Go the path, yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> uh, happened? Like the blind trail was too much for us. We got we came into some stuff. Thanks, mushrooms. Remember Thanks. when we got attacked by bats? When we like climbed up on the dam? On the dam. At the yeah. End. yeah. And then and there was like, bats we, came we out. We up the bats and fucking fled. I think it was because it was dusk. and It, it was, was also dawn. They were waking up. And that was our time. Yeah. And we were right on their fucking food path. We were path. in their front yard, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, they're going to work and we're just lying on their, on their right <laughs> underneath their car. Yeah. <laughs> That but yeah, I, I climbed. I put Preppy's memorial up uh, at the at the temple, and there's memorials everywhere. And it's such a, a, a such the most physically powerful place I've ever been. And you see, you see, wedding dresses and photos and letters. The first thing, the first time that I went to the temple, uh, I'm in there, but I'm not looking at anything specifically. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to look at one thing, and then I'll come back later and really have a temple day. And the one thing I saw was a fucking screenplay. They just said Hollywood lies, burn at Temple. I'm like, oh, okay. Wow, he's <laughs> done with LA. Yeah, and the wow. one that got me the most, like the, the pet ones, were all like, Ugh. but there was one that was just a plastic Ziploc bag with a chewed up tennis ball in it. And oh. I'm just like, oh my fucking god. And you just staple it to the wall. Yeah. And then you, everyone burns their. Yeah, bur- it burns on the last day. But I made a, a memorial for Prep that was on the back of a 36 bag of beer. Which is very fitting for that dog, <laughs> and um, it was never needed a leash. That dog, yeah, that dog was fucking awesome. And he, we ran out of space every because I went. I waited the last day to do it. Yeah, and because I waited the last day, there wasn't really room. So, and they on the outside, and I didn't want to cover people's shit up. Oh, right. And on the outside, they had like a fence, or I think it was also wood. So I climbed on the top of it. And put his memorial at the very top uh, uh. of this thing. Oh, there's a temple. And it was his uh. leash and a bunch of his pictures. Picture. I wrote a letter to him and his last bandana. And I put, I had some of his ashes with him, uh, with me. And I poured some out at the base of the, the, the temple. And then I took some ashes and I put them in my beard and kind of breathed them in, put them in my hair. Uh, and the, uh, the thing is, at Burning Man, you always have a, a cup on you. You have like a cup on your belt because people are giving you drinks or food or whatever. You need some utensil or yeah. container. So I poured a whiskey and I put it, uh, the rest of his ashes in the whiskey uh, that I brought with me. And I meditated and cried a whole bunch and then had a toast and uh, drank the ashes. Did you, did you feel... Um, what was the feeling afterwards after it went up? It was... Great. It was very accepting. I mean, it was sad. Yeah. Um, and, but it was, it was really nice. Cause it was the third time I went to the temple and I went alone. Second, the first time was I was there just like, oh, here's the temple. Oh, here's, oh, there's a screenplay. Okay, I guess fuck Hollywood. And then the second time I went there and I did a mala where I did breathing exercise and chanted. And the whole, I got around the whole thing until like, like the third from the last. And my friends found me. And sat down with me, and I'm fucking like weeping. 
And they sit down, they start crying. And this dude comes up to me who was like in his 80s. And he gives me this little paper box, this square box that he made that says Burning Man 2017 and had some earth from inside the temple inside of it. And he's like, you need this, man. I don't know what you're going through, but here, this is for you. And I, I've, after I finished meditating, I found him and gave him a big old hug and uh, talked to him for a minute. And, but the last time I went, I went with, by myself and did the toast and all this and put these ashes in my beard and breathe them in and stuff. And on the last day at the temple burn, I mean, we're all sitting down and we're quiet. And it was, I was sitting there by my, uh, one of my best friends, Rob. We grew up together. He's the one that found this group and he's the one that introduced me to these, pe- these wonderful people. And then Duncan's on my other side. And we're just all holding each other, just fucking weeping. And it was, it was fucking, it was great, man. It was the best way to say goodbye wow. uh, to uh, to my dog. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that yeah. does sound like a good way to like get some finality, maybe. Yeah, it, for, there was closure for sure because it was a very sudden. Uh, I'm like, you're acting weird at like four o'clock, and by midnight he was gone. No. Yeah. And what was yeah, it? We, what was it? It was he had lymphoma uh, in the lung and leukemia in his liver. Um, and he didn't seem like it until that very last day. Yeah, we brought him back. I had to sign against doctor's orders, um, to take him out of the animal hospital. They like, can, I just, down? can I just bring him to my house? And we, I brought him there. And then uh, Madonia and his girlfriend came with their dog. And then Rob the waitress and his girlfriend came with their dogs. And so he's around his best friend dogs, his best friend people. And we put on Best of Bowie on vinyl. And by the time we hit side three. Uh, he went in my arms during under pressure. It was, you know, that's nice. It was, I mean, the best way to go. I didn't see him suffer ever. He had one shitty afternoon, you know, 11 dope ass years of fun. Zany getting sprayed by skunks and one shitty afternoon. He handled his mushrooms better than fucking Willie did. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> He's a good dog. Willie, who bro. walked home from who Malibu. Home. Where are you at McDonald's? What? Yeah, I got a ride from a cop. He's like, wait a minute, did I just, <laughs> did I just get arrested? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Sorry, yeah, buddy. Sorry to talk about. No, that's all right. He was a good part of the crew. Yeah. He's yeah. He'd been he'd been to a number of shroom fests. Yeah. Yeah. He's done it a bunch. Yeah. Shroomfest this year is the last weekend of August. Last Saturday, Sunday, Monday of August. Oh, where? Everyone should know, wherever you are in the world. I'll be Burning Man. You'll be a Burning Man. I'll be a Burning Man. I'll be in Scotland. Word. Oh, Shroomfest overlaps with Burning Man this yeah. year. <gasps> wow. Yeah, that's going to work out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Spread the word when you get there. Yeah, for hey, sure. Shroomfest, just so you guys know. Man, dude, last year, I, 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 okay. Going back to my how to bring drugs into places. Yeah. So one of my tail is always the mushrooms. And when I was, I got a big bag of mushrooms to Burning Man. And I opened up my thing. And there was a big bag of mushrooms in there. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> you forgot them before? And I'm like, where are these from? <laughs> so I had just like a fucking ton of mushrooms. Cornucopia. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so one night of the burn, I mean, I was eating mushrooms a lot. But one night of the burn, I kept on doing a bit. Where, like I would have like the, I had him in, put him in a little bag, so I could keep him in my pocket. And uh, there's this cat Shelby, who's this great vagabond sort of dude. He does the art for um, the music videos for Flaming Lips. Uh, oh. He's a 
fucking wow. super cool artist, Bernard, dope dude. I kept on like, going up to him like, hey, Shelby, are these... <laughs> and I was just eating all the mushrooms. I kept, and he was cracking up about it. So I kept doing it. Then I'm like, wait a minute, how many fucking mushrooms have I eaten? And I ate, I think I ate like almost an ounce of mushrooms. What? And like, it was a pretty fun night. Wow. Sorry to break it for our sponsors. But, uh, they, they require two ad reads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> Again, farts, everybody. If you go yeah, to farts.com. Farts. You know, I've, I've read about farts in a periodical recently. <laughs> Um, let's talk about sex at festivals. Word. How? Okay. I mean, it's so dirty. <laughs> do you get into it? Do do you, do other people do it right nearby you? I, 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 I mean, Burning Man. Obviously, it seems like more than almost any festival. Yeah, Burning Man is the most sexually active festival, especially because there's naked people running around everywhere. Right. Um, we had one of our sister camps, Yes Camp. Uh, kept people kept on fucking in our shower. Which is fine, I guess, but it's a huge waste of water. Yeah. And, like, because you can't dump water out. You have to evaporate it Uh, or bottle it up and take it with you. You can't just dump it. Why? Leave no trace. We were never here. Won't it just evaporate itself? No, because it makes, it damages the playa. Like, it gets all muddy and it's all. Right, okay. um, Okay. So, it's also fun to, we have, like, an evapotron, like, this pump thing. It's like, there's different crazy ways to evaporate it that are very engineer, zany fun. Um, so like that's the cleanest place at Burning Man because everything's just kind of filthy. Um, I didn't bang at Burning Man this year. I, I, Thirty minutes into me being there, I made out with some chick in my in the tent, and I'm like, "This is." Funny. We did some coke and we made out, and her tits were out, and she was looking. Like, she was in her like mid fifties, I think. Nice. Like, it was. I'm like, "All right, Burning Man, <laughs> here we go, wow. day one." Wow. Um, but like at festivals, because everyone's filthy, um, a lot of hand stuff. More so than banging, uh, especially because like everyone's a Molly, so like hand stuff is like really extra fun. Cool, yeah. Um, the most fun I ever had at, it was Coachella 2012. It was a Tupac hologram year. I and, about that. Yeah, I remember really getting Coachella solidified on the map to me with that. Yeah, that's the one where people were like, oh shit. Yeah, that's when they went to two weeks. That was the first year for two weeks. Yeah, that was my last year of weekend one. Okay. Uh, and. There was this chick that I kept bumping into, this little fucking festival pixie, and we kept bumping into each other, and she was wearing American flag leggings every day. And the last night of the festival, I bumped into her at the, at the there's an after hours uh, dance party area called the Silent Disco. I love Silent Disco. And yeah, yeah, okay, you're familiar. Yeah, it's where until 1 o'clock a.m., there's a DJ playing, and everybody's partying and stuff, then everybody gets kicked out. And comes back in, and they're all given uh, the wireless headphones. Yeah. Everybody parties on the headphones. And it's great. Great concept for a festival. Yeah, it's quiet. Keeps it quiet. Quieter, at least. Because um, a lot of people sing along. And yeah, sure. There's still, so there's that. There's still hundreds of people right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but So I see the sound dance already. And we start like, making out, like, partying, having fun, whatever. And she kind of leaves me in this tent. And I just... Ripper pants. I saw the her the pants said "Made in Great Britain" and it's American flag pants, and I I feel kind of an asshole for doing it, but I ripped them. <laughs> I feel like it was a missed opportunity to chant seventeen seventy six. But so I like, ripped her pants off, and like we're going at it, and 
I, and I, I wasn't wearing a condom, and I just shot it. I, the only way to clean that tent was to be to burn it. Like, it, like that tent was ruined. And, like, we're kind of cleaning it up, and she's like, oh, my pants are ripped off. I'm like, oh, sorry about that. And she's like, all right, well, I'll see you later. Have a good Coachella. I'm like, wait, this isn't your tent? And she's like, this isn't your tent? No I'm like, we got to get out of here. No fucking way. Yeah. And it was like, it was like 5, 6 in the morning. So, like, whoever's tent that was... Was off banging someone else. else. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, they probably wow. destroyed that. Wow. Yeah. It was like this. <laughs> and like the best part about it too is like we're leaving. She's like, all right, see you later, Glenn. <laughs> I'm like, uh, all right. <laughs> I don't know your name either. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. We're just like go your separate ways. We just have yeah, a have a fun time. Happy Coachella. And that happens a lot. There's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of uh, random romances. Isn't uh, it gross to like sex with like two days into a festival? Yeah. It's pretty swampy. Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine. Sunday afternoon sex. So, yeah. Like, so, like people doing mouth stuff at a festival. Mouth, I can't imagine going down on or letting someone go down on you. Yeah. I, I would just feel bad. The worst possible is eating ass at yeah. on Sunday, late Sunday at a yeah, festival. Day, day three ass. <laughs> oh, just oh, swampy oh. and ugh. But, uh, I mean, I'd still probably do it. <laughs> when I mean, you're there, you're like, I'm a gentleman. I didn't if consider it, this before, yeah. but it turns out I'm more of a warrior than I thought if I was. If it's on the plate, yeah, I still got room. <laughs> they did those uh, sound disco um, um, at, in the Melbourne Comedy Festival at a comedy show. Oh, cool. Sound disco style. Yeah, so you're right next to this fucking entrance to a... To a um, the metro, so random people were coming by, but they couldn't hear any of it. Ah, oh, sweet. People were laughing at the darkest shit. You know, it's just it was it was pretty fucking cool. That's such a fun way because wireless headphones have gotten so affordable that yeah, people they, can do that, mm-hmm. and you can loan them out to different festivals once you make them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Put your throw your brand name on the side of it, and boom, yeah. brought to you by Arby's. Are you ever kept up? Like when I was at staying in hostels in in Asia, it's like the it didn't happen much. Excuse me, much, but like. When it did happen, it was so annoying. You're trying to sleep and somebody's fucking like in a bed next to you or two over. I'm usually the last one to go to bed. Yeah. Uh, I've seen way too many sunsets or sunrises at Coachella. Yeah. Um, oh, right. Up for when I Yeah. When I crash at anything, I crash hard because I've been up for a couple of days and I'll see you in 16 hours. Yeah. You know, uh, there was actually last year at Coachella... Normally, I bring a couple of nice IP, like 22s of like a double or triple IPA, and we like go up on the knoll and have a nice kind of last night uh, with IPAs, and because we've been drinking Bud Light for you know four days straight. Yeah. And this last year, everybody crashed early, and I had all this beer, and I had it open, and I'm like, ah, I don't want to waste this beer. And I grabbed. There's a kid that camped with us last year for the first time, and he didn't camp this year, uh, and. Like I took him to the knoll, and he passed out immediately, face down in the dirt. And it was one of those things where security came by, and like, is he okay? I'm like, he's fine. I'm, I'm, you know, watching him. And I got fucking wasted drinking these beers, and I saw the sunrise on Sunday night, the last night of the festival, where we were supposed to be out by 10 a.m. the next day. And which... Rookie fucking oh, move. Oh, shit. So now you got to sleep an hour and yeah. then drive? And, like, I was still on a bunch of fucking drugs, and... Just like super drunk. I get back to the campsite and I pass out. I wake up by a police officer 
in my tent using sniffing salts. And I fucking freak out. And I jump out of the tent, and there's two horses right there. It was a, a horse cop, and there's another horse cop on a horse. And I look around, and in the field where there was 30,000 people there, uh-huh. no one. Uh-huh. I'm the only one there. And all my shit is next to my car. And I'm like, what the fuck? And it was like 2 p.m. <laughs> where I, was, I was supposed to be out like six hours ago or whatever, four hours ago. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, I'm, I'm the only time I've ever had a panic attack. I'm like, because I'm like, what the, what the, what the, huh? And I kind of put two and two together and like, okay, I guess everybody left. And I texting people, they're finally getting back to me. Like, yeah, we couldn't wake you up. We tried to wake you up. We couldn't wake you up. So we left. Wow. I'm like, oh, thank, way to go, guys. Teamwork. <laughs> uh, got your fucking Shanghai over here. And, uh, <laughs> The cops kept coming over to me on the horses. I'm like, they're like, hey, are you done? I'm like, you guys can help if you want. I'm like, because I have tons of this large equipment. You're trying to take down, yeah. And, well, it's all down, but it's just in a giant pile, and I have just a fucking ton of it. And then I can't find my fucking car keys, and I'm like, oh my god. And they call it fucking tow truck. And as the tow truck rolled up, I found my car keys. Uh-huh. The tow truck guy was bummed. I'm like, I didn't call you these fucking guys. <laughs> I'm not paying for it, yeah. And. That, I mean, the most rookie thing I've ever done in a festival, edit by eighth Coachella. Uh, and dude, I got a picture of me alone in the fucking field. Uh, That's so cool, though. If was, you could have appreciated it, that'd be like, this is pretty fucking rad. It was kind of nice. By the end of it, it was nice. And then, then I went to, there's this place called Sloan's. Uh, it's just a diner in Indio that has like a little dive bar connected to it. And just a wonderful little divey place and a great place to go it's the kind of place that has a Bloody Mary that has all the shit in it like a million like, like six shrimp and two sliders and a piece love of pizza those. yeah 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 love my favorite that's Austin Central and yeah there's my car alone wow. in the fucking field if you zoom in on the right you can see the two horse cops coming back over to yell at me oh wow <laughs> oh yeah there they are <laughs> Wow, look at all those things b- bagged up. People, yeah, people abandon so much shit. And people... Yeah, they're just like, I'm done with this tent, I won't yeah, get anymore. People, which is cool, because there's a lot of Australians that go to Coachella. And uh, they buy shit here, and they just leave it. And a lot of times, if they're your neighbors, they give it to you. Like, we've gotten Easy Ups, we've gotten... I got a fake drug can of Coke before. Really? Because they're like, I can't use this. Yeah, I, use I'm it. Like, yeah. I love I'm the giving culture when, in, those, in that type of people. Hostels have sort of the same thing. We're like, hey, I just got out of the mountains. I will no longer need the sweatshirt. Yeah, you want it? Who wants this? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Put it to some use. Yeah. Uh, it's an animus way of thinking of it, too, where it's like, this thing shouldn't go to waste. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a being. That's uh, um, sort of what the song Give It Away is about by the Chili Peppers. Give it away, give it away, give it away, give it away, give it away now. Was, there was Anthony Kiedis was, went over to his girlfriend's place, and she had on some sweatshirt. And he's like, oh, that's a really cool sweatshirt. She's like, oh, thanks. It's my favorite sweatshirt. You know what? Here, I've had enough. Here, you have it. And she would always just give away your shit. Just give it away, give it away, give it yeah, away. Yeah, that's nice. I yeah. like that. It's a little fun fact. What's the, uh, let's talk about, I don't know, maybe 20, 30 more minutes, but like the clothing situation at these festivals. The way to express yourself, how to also be functional. Yeah. The... Not Burning Man. Let's talk about music festivals because Burning Man's a whole that's a, thing. Burning Man's a whole... And the, the nice thing about Burning Man, going to Burning Man and going to festivals, because a lot of people keep them very separate. A lot of people... Because I was wearing some Coachella... I have a shit ton of Coachella tank tops. Yeah. Because they do right, screen right. printing at Coachella uh, in the campgrounds. On anything? The, yeah, on anything. Oh, and Because cool. the merch doesn't fit me because I'm a giant. Uh-huh. And so I bring in my own shit and then... I have a bunch of, and it's 10 bucks. And, but I know the people now, so they do it for me for free. 
Um, nice. But people are like, hey, nice Coachella shirt. Nice, like at Burning Man, I'm like, okay. Uh, it's sort of the thing, like the L.A. San Diego. Like everyone in L.A. loves San Diego, but everyone in San Diego hates, hates LA. L.A. Yeah. Uh, whereas yeah. it's like Burning Man. Everybody hates Coachella, but Coachella people are like, oh yeah, Burning Man's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Burning Man, because everyone's game, their 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 clothing game is through the roof, and it's really upped my through festival. The roof. Yeah. yeah, festival game. Because I like I love I have this thing that I got at Burning Man. This little pouch I sewed a patch on it, but it's got a bunch of little secret zippers and pockets and zippers cool. and whatever. And like I, I always keep a little little carabiner on it to hook my sandals or a cup or whatever. Uh, but I have oh, a uh, uh, a vest that I wear. That little vest. I actually got it. I shot. That a, vest is, you're always wearing that vest. Yeah, I shot a sketch for Funny or Die. For uh, it was. Wes Craven presents, or it was some horror director did a funnier die bit where he had a bunch of sketches where he like hosted them. And I was the Wolfman in one of them, where uh, I was like, it was like a, the original Monster Mash, and it was like a really dirty version of the Monster Mash where like like I was eating Dracula's asshole, and it was like a whole it was it was a fun song. But they're like, oh, you can keep the outfit if you want. I'm like, cool. And it was just this tiny little corduroy vest, and then I just. It was in my closet for a while. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to bring this to Coachella. And being able to not have a bag and have just a bunch of pockets and have your hands free is the way to go. With any, like, clothing, like, for girls, it's pockets. tough because there's so many tiny little outfits now. Yeah, they're not functional. And the they're not stuff. functional. Um, that's why, like, utility belts, and they make a bunch of really cool leather ones that look like leaves and stuff. Like, there's a lot of really cool... Utility belts and stuff. It's also good Hempy for kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, it's good for pickpockets too because there's a lot of pickpockets uh, at Coachella that steal oh. mainly phones. Uh, there was two dudes last year were busted. They had over five thousand cell phones in backpacks. So they, they got busted because wow. people have leggings and they put they stick it in the legging and it's just like half their phone is sticking out because the phones are giant. Yeah, you just knock it out. And yeah, and you're dancing and what? Yeah. Um, wow. But like having the functionality of pockets and like I wear, I don't bring a water bottle. I wear a Boda bag. So my, I have a 750-milliliter Boda bag that I wear. I wear my water. Wow. And, which I forgot this year at Coachella, so my whole water game was thrown off. That's, but, That's smart. And then you just have it on you, and when you fill yeah. up, you fill it all the way up. All the way up. And, yeah, and then you can you know, share water or whatever. Uh, if people need water, it's pour it on your head if you, you know, get hot or whatever. Wow. Um, comfortable shoes are really important. I like to go barefoot, but I've seen so many people, mainly girls, Wear some cute brand new sandals. Then I'm like, oh, they're brand yeah, new, right. huh? Ooh, yeah, 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 good yeah. luck. Plus, you want to break them in. You don't want to fucking scuff up your your heels yeah. trying to break them in. You yeah. want worn. St- I like wearing stuff shoes wise. I like wearing those mini socks. Yeah, they're not the most cool looking, but the mini socks with some shoes that I'm like, I'm about to throw these out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? There's a hole in the tongue, and it's like that thing comes together. It's like so these will be done. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah. The final send off. That's a good. I know a, a fair amount of people that have the same. They retire their shoes at Coachella or at festivals or whatever. They're like, all right, we've had a good run. Yeah, Congress. exactly, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Uh, I I used to wear cargo shorts, uh, mm-hmm. but then I got this thing, and so now I wear harem pants a lot. Or, or harem like, pants. Those like Aladdin pants. Okay, you know, okay. Like a really super baggy. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything that's going to be cool and functional is important. Uh, the spirit hoods are a huge part of my. You stand out thing. with them. You stand out. You can always find your friends. 
Because he's like, oh, spirited. Um, we also do, we bring, I brought a hundred of them this year, so everybody could have some each day. Uh, these like 18-inch foam LED glow sticks. They're like white with three LEDs in them. Okay. And at night, you can find your friends from a hundred yards away. Wow. Oh, they're there. Wow, they're that there. makes it way easier. Yeah, hey, where are you? Because like, we always have meet-up spots. Oh, because all the speaker stands are all numbered. Oh, meet at B3 or uh-huh. A2 or whatever. And there's like, oh, where are, oh there's the glowies. They're there. And then I have on the vest and on my spirit hood, I have electroluminescent wire sewn in. Uh, this is like the glowy wire. Yeah. Uh, so I, like, I'm, I'm pretty easy to find. But um, like the spirit hoods are nice because I never get cold at anything, ever. Right, that's um, nice. Because that I'm nice. giant and from Minnesota and, and hairy as fuck. And uh, like I grew my own scarf, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. And but you know people get cold at night. A lot of these things because you're most of these things, especially in California, are in the desert. And so it's so hot daytime. So yeah. you can't put on a lot of clothes or, or take right. stuff for later. And then you're like, okay, well she's wearing a bikini and shivering. That's where spirit is are nice because spirit hood is fuzzy and warm and stuff for people. So it keeps people warm and they can still wear because uh, yeah. they they have like the hanging things, uh-huh. you know, and that keeps your core warm. Like, they're very well designed for festivals and such. Um, I highly recommend them, spirithoods.com. That's cool. Uh, and the dudes that started that company, too, are fucking rad. I met them when uh, we were all on fucking mushrooms in Coachella 2010. Yeah. Like, rolling around in the pile. They were fucking... I got the original uh, brown bear spirithood. The uh, original the, one. The first one, because I'm one of the dudes... That's the one you always wear. Oh, uh, it's, it's gone. Oh. Uh, I lost it here on Halloween... Uh, twenty what, at the store 13, at the comedy store, yeah. Because uh, I was so fucked up, and people kept on. Everyone's trying it on because no one's seen it before, and then it just disappeared. Yeah. Um, but every, the other dudes that were there were pissed at the guy that, that gave it to me because he's dude, we don't have another one of those. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that's nice to know the guys. Yeah, I, uh, I yeah, I love the spirit heads. because they're warm. They got secret pockets. I have all my festival wristbands are yeah. sewn in. Because like you don't, what do you do with a physical wristband? It just sits in a drawer. But I sewed them in to my thing, so it's like so it becomes a part. Oh, it's nice. part of my. Uh, see, I like that. Here. With with, see, it's a little annoying now um, when you ski or yeah. shred. Um, shred, rip it up, dude. Um, they used <laughs> to have the fucking zipper thing, and so the whole rest of the went to the like. Oh, you went to this? Nice. Yeah. Like, it's like a braggy way to do yeah. it. I love it. But now they just have the card that you just scan. So yeah. like, you can't show off as much. It's the, that's a good thing to do with the festival wristbands to show them off. Yeah, for sure to show them off. Especially because like, I think on one side it's the Coachella ones and there's nine of them. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the other side it's there's Lollapalooza and High Sierra and FYF and blah, 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 blah. And... Uh, because what else are you gonna do with them? And then also, if in the case where at Hard Summer, where I'm helping these girls that are too, they took too much money, it's sort of a oh, this guy knows what he's doing. Right, right. It's, it it's shows like, oh, your credentials. It's, yeah, it's it's like a little fucking military. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like your stripes. I've earned this. Yeah, I've earned these stripes. That's cool. What about you? So you go naked torso? Do you worry uh, about burning I, at all? I'm. Lately, I've been doing uh, tank tops. Even under that, the vest. still, do you worry about just fucking no, right well, on the I, top? I usually do because I'm a fucking ginge and I burn, but I put on 100 SPF sunscreen and once, maybe twice, and then that's kind of all you need. The sunscreen technology for like 100 SPF, it's like, oh, you're it's covered. Like, it's like glue. Right. And then you're fine. You do, um, you do it at like. At like 11 a.m., you do it again at 3, a- yeah. 3 p.m., and then, you're, and then it's... And then down. you're fine, yeah. yeah. And, uh... Wow, that's smart. 
Yeah, because a sunburn at a festival is the fucking worst. Yeah. Um, it's worse to get it anywhere, but then you got to go so to go home with it. But you got to be at the festival yeah, with the burn, getting more burn. Getting more yeah, burn. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, I like to wear uh, schmogs. You know, schmog. It's like nope. a you know, like the like British SAS guys that are like in the desert that like the black and yellow bandana things that they put around their heads yeah. and stuff. Those are called schmogs. Okay. Uh, it's like S-C-H-M-A-U-G or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> like smog? The- like the dragon. Uh-huh. Uh, and, but they make them in all different colors and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so mine are all like rainbow colored and such. But it's really nice to take those because it's like a heavier, it's heavier than a regular bandana. Put it in your beer cooler in the ice water. Soak it. Don't wring it out. Put it on. <sighs> and you can wear it over your head, you know, just whatever. And because it keeps you cold. And it keeps you shaded and it gets everything else wet. And then you're just kind of cold and wet. Uh, and it's going to evaporate. That's cool. And then it evaporates and gets warm. Point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those things are great. I mean, ben, just take a bandana and put, it, put anything that you're wearing into the ice water and you're cooling down. That's the best and when, sh- when you're that hot. And shotgun a really cold beer. <laughs> Shotgunning a really cold beer is hard because it's so cold. But when you do it, it shocks your system and it cools you down. It re- I mean, it legitimately does cool you to the core. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're fun. Uh, fun festivals are fucking fun, man. Just like goofy jokes like that, too. It's yeah. like, how do you feel cool to the core? There's like <laughs> shit like that at a festival. Like, everyone's laughing, having a great time. Yeah. You know what I like? On like, by day two, Renazisi came to meet me at Bonnaroo one year. Soder had to leave to shoot something, billions or something, and then Renazisi came to meet me. And uh, so you're watching music, and then you go to the bathroom you're like I gotta go I'll be back and you go and you just walk with like a dance step yeah. the music has oh, just yeah. become you you got ants in your pants and you it's just dance. in you and all the time you even stand at your, at your tent when nothing's happening you're just like dancing around yeah. man you're just like, it's like there's nothing even playing right now it's like I don't know it's fucking still you reverberating the soundtrack in your head though remembering yeah. songs from the day the, the, from the, the anything and yeah. it's the amount of dancing the amount that I'm moving my hips moving my feet is it's great. Ninety percent of what any a great festival. workout. Yeah, and just it's, I drop at least one belt size after every festival. Um, after Burning Man, it was like two and a half belt sizes. There's also like there's also like the food there. It's all fair food, you know. Well, in the camping aspect, because I usually don't eat inside festivals. You don't. You don't we just go get a make, like steak family or meals. Okay. And we usually do a big breakfast. Oh, that's and, cool. And uh, like it's like a family meal breakfast and. That, like we'll have like lunch meats and like potato salad and stuff and pasta salad that we've made. Um, oh, nice! And so have ma- maybe a light lunch if you're still around, and then usually no dinner because by then I'm on a million drugs anyways. Yeah. Uh, right. If I need something, I'll get something. And if you do, do if need you're hungry food, and there's no food, there's a million things of food do inside. Do three caps of mushrooms, and you no longer need food. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. All you need is some vegetables. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you come down, you need food way worse. But yeah. While yeah. it's on it, food is not an issue. Yeah, there's so many little things about festivals too that I mean, Desert Trip I think was a really fun festival because and it's where Coachella the, the same polo field and that was the one that was like Bob Dylan, uh, Rolling Stones, Paul McCartney, uh, Roger Waters, Neil Young, and oh that was that, that festival. Bob Dylan. Oh wow! And the cool part about that was they have one stage. Yeah. Two shows a night. Everyone's going to the same shows because festivals there's a million stages and you go all your friends scatter and then you all meet up at one or two of them maybe. Yeah. And. I'm going to piss while you're talking. I hope you don't mind. Wait. I don't want to stop. Do you think so? Uh, and at Desert Trip, they 
we're in the campground so much together, just like hanging out, goofing around in the campgrounds. And it's <laughs> solid form. Sorry. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Uh, brought to you by. <laughs> uh, but like, it was such a more camaraderie thing because we're all hanging out all day together. And we did family breakfast and family lunch. That's cool. That's and, the way to do it. Yeah, and it was really neat. And I remember, because we were the youngest people of that in our little neighborhood by far. Oh, because it was like, the, it's an old it was, it was, yeah, it was like the Before They Die Festival. Yeah. And, festival. There, yeah, there was, I remember there was a dude next to us with his best friend that just got divorced. He was in his late 50s. And we're like, dude, we're taking you under our wing. You're going to have a good time. There was one point where we wow. had neighbors that were an old British couple. They were in their, uh, I want to say they were in early 70s. And we're all goofing around. And we're all... There's a couple of people in our group that are similar to me in the loud, rambunctious kind of kind of people. You force people to have a good time. Yeah, it's, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna break out of your shell if you're camping with me for sure, because uh, we're gonna make you shotgun a bunch of beers. Yeah. <laughs> and this little lady came over and she's this old from Liverpool. This old British lady. She, hello, I'm just camping over here and I just wanted to say. Um, hello, and meet you guys. We're like, oh my God, are we being too loud? Oh, I'm so sorry. And I was like, no, 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 no. Everything about that is, I just, me and my husband, we don't really get out much, and you're just making us ha- so happy with your, your, your youth and your excitement, and I just was wondering, what's shotgunning a beer? I'm like, hang on, let me get you a beer. <laughs> I go run over, I set it up, I'm like, okay, here's what you do, da, 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 da. And we shotgun the beer with this fucking 72-year-old lady or whatever. Wow. And it was just, uh, and she's like, oh, thank you so much. I don't think I'm going to be doing that again, but it was nice. And I thought it was, it's those things that people do break out of their shells. And they try things and, and experiment because it's a, a free kind of place to be who you are, but it's also to find out who you are. To, oh, you know what? I'm going to try lipstick today. Or I'm going to... What is that? Cocaine? Come on, let's try some cocaine. You know, it's like it's... it's there's, there's risk-free opportunity. Well, it's risk-free. The, it's the safest place in the world to do drugs. Yeah. If you're, if you're going to try... you can't try, get out. You can't wander away. And right. And they have, Your friends are all there for mm-hmm, you. And they have, like, people... Medics ready to help yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to try drugs for the first time, if you're curious about like, hallucinogen or whatever, a music festival is the best place. Uh, if you're camping, because you don't want to wait in traffic to go back to your condo right, or whatever. Right, right, When you're coming down and yeah. still on it. Um, you can pass out anywhere. Yeah. Just lay down. You're yeah. good. And at Burning Man, there's a couple of cats in the group. Oh, I can't remember what the thing is that they volunteer for, but they're like part of this like scientific research thing that they also are like medics, but for people that are tripping too hard. That they talk them through it. They don't talk them down, but they guide them through their bad trip and bring oh. them back around to have a good trip. Oh, and there's cool. a couple, there's like four of the guys do it. I can't remember the fucking, I don't think it's the Psychedelic Conservation Corps, though it might be. I think that's where I got this patch. Hmm. I got it at Burning Stay Man. behind the medicine. Yeah. Because there's some people too, they're doing research for Alzheimer's and stuff with it too. I don't remember the difference between who they, each person is. But, like there's, because, like, you know, acid and MDMA, has it creates yeah. synapses and stuff, but uh, it's nice to have people around that if you're tripping too hard, oh, we have medics for that too. Oh, if you cut your finger, we got medics for that. Oh, but if your brain is gooey, talk to this guy. Yeah. You know, it's a safe environment to do to test your limits to be like, okay, how really much is. acid it am really I is. gonna do? 
It really is. It's an adult playground. Yeah. It's I, summer I, camp for adults. Summer camp for adults, yeah. yeah. I can't decide what which one I think is right. Music festivals are either you're there for the music and the drugs make it more interesting, or you're there for the drugs and the music is there just to entertain you while you're doing the drugs. You know it's, what I mean? Like, yeah. we'll have some activities for you while you're out doing drugs. Yeah, it is interesting because it it's different for everyone. Because some people, because I, I love learning new music. I love seeing live music. The cool thing about that is you just wander. You're like, who's this band? Like, a yeah. band that is good enough to get booked at Coachella or Bonnaroo. Yeah. They're great. That was, I think Even that at was, 2 p.m., they're great. That was my favorite part about High Sierra. Because I went in knowing um, the String Change incident was headlining. And uh, the John Butler trio and Umphreys McGee. I knew okay. those guys. I saw Umphreys. They were great. They're, they're awesome. And we, when they were playing that one, they're playing um, Don't You Forget About Me. Oh, uh, nice. The Breakfast Club song, you know? And right before the nah, 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 he gives this speech with this story oh. about like when he was in high school and things were awkward but you know what everything is going to get better and and it's and I'm I'm so happy today and you know you're with your friends and and it's going to get better for you and it's going to get better for you and it's going to get better for you and na 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 and it was, <laughs> at that just at that moment the two halves of our group cuz we were split up that day got together right at the nanas and I'm like yo it was a, a really nice moment uh where and these guys a lot of the guys didn't know any of the music but it's a fucking band that's good enough to get booked to right. the thing. It's going to be good. They're great. Uh, they're a live and there's band. so many stages of that one. And there's, there's a lot of bluegrass and funk and jam bands and stuff that I've never heard of any of these guys. But there wasn't a single stage that I went to where I wasn't like, oh, these guys are fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, they were all... It might not be your style. It's, well, that's all the same kind of style. But, like, if it's a regular music festival, you might have some, like, folk. And this other band, this other stage next to it might have rap. And another stage might have electronic. So you're like, mm, not feeling this kind of music. But, Go to the next stage, but they're going to be good yeah, at their gonna, kind of music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, well, if it's like this, it was like Beyonce. I'm not going to seek out a Beyonce concert, but I was blown away by it. That's the joy of a music festival, too. Like, yeah. I would never pay to see this Here's band. Here's my opportunity. But let me see them. And then you get some bands, not even just headliners, but other bands were like, oh, you killed that. Who's that, who's that band with, um, they're from Tennessee, um, kind of big black chick as their lead singer? Alabama Shakes. Wait, no. What? Alabama Shakes. Oh, yeah. They're, they're and Alabama. you're like, Fuck, you're great. Yeah. Brittany Howard uh, is one of the most talented people in the world. Wow, she's so good. She's so good. Dude, at the... You're going to like this story. At the, uh, at the Greek, this was a couple years ago, I was there in the pit of the Greek on Tuesday for of Monsters and Men and at the pit of the Greek for on Wednesday for Alabama Shakes. Good week. <laughs> and I'm in like, the pit of the Greek. You're right fucking there. And after the first encore song for... Monster Man, I always count very comedy sore. Start over! <laughs> and the little Icelandic chick giggles, and the drummer gives me the kick drum and points. And I'm like, all right, that's fun. Alabama Shakes, next day. After the first encore song? Yeah. Uh, instead of start over, you know, instead of one more song or encore, start over. You know, I, I like throwing out of seven more songs. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm like, just 12 more. Yeah. <laughs> just two more hours, please. Yeah. And so the Shakes are up. That's good. They do their first encore song. And I'm like, start over. And the drummer hears me, and he gives me the kick drum and points at me. I'm like, oh, okay, that's, a, that's the drummer move. Nice. And uh, they do the second song, encore song. Then Brittany Howard goes and grabs another guitar. I'm like, ooh, there's a third encore song. So I'm like, start over. And she goes, Who, who's, is that you yelling start over? And I'm like, yeah. 
Start over. <laughs> and she goes, I can't start over. I'm exhausted. I'm just getting, I never get tired. Wow. And goes into the song. And uh, a buddy of mine got a picture of when we were talking to each other. And um, then she gave me the set list after the show was over. Cool. And when we got there, we were a little bit late. So I was in the beer line getting beers to the crew. And I wanted a poster because they had one for the Greek for that night. And so he went to the merch line and got us all posters, like tubes of posters. And after the show, we get back to the pad. And we're like, oh, let's look at the poster. He opens his up and it's this cool Greek one. I open mine up and it's like the different colored foil posters signed and numbered and stuff. I'm like, oh, shit. Wow. All right, I got like a special one. And uh, that week was uh, Sarah Silverman's uh, end of summer rooftop thing, you know? That she does like, oh, yeah, yeah, like the, the party. Uh-huh. Yeah, the end of summer rooftop party with like all the fucking A list celebrities. <laughs> yeah. And then like a couple of comic store weirdos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so I'm there and I'm all fucking wasted at Sarah Silverman's place. And it's gotten to the end of the night where it's just comics left and it's late and it's chilling out. And I was talking to somebody and they walked away. So I'm just kind of standing there. And around the corner, Andy Sandberg and Justin Timberlake walk up. And uh, Justin Timberlake was at the Alabama Chase concert because he knows Britney. Because they're both from the South. And or they're both musicians. And who knows how they know each other, whatever. Yeah. And Sandberg and Justin Timberlake walk around the corner and JT. I call him JT now. Uh, <laughs> clock size me and just walks up to me. He's like, how do I know you? And I'm like, what? you were at the Alabama Chase concert. He's like, you're the start over guy. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. He's like, dude, I played a million shows. I've never heard that. That's fucking hilarious. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, thanks, Justin Timberlake. Full named him. <laughs> and then he's like, hey, you want to hear a tender story? I'm like, Justin Timberlake, I would love to hear a tender story. Full named him again. <laughs> and he's like, so... And this was right after Lollapalooza, where uh, Paul McCartney headlined Lollapalooza, and he brought Brittany Howard on stage uh, to sing Hey Jude for the encore. Wow. One of the biggest stages in the world with a Beatle, you know? And Justin Timberlake is in the green room with Brittany Howard before the show at the Greek, and she's kind of like, like kind of quiet and nervous, and he's like, what's, what's going on? Are you okay? And she's like, yeah. He's like, you just played fucking Lollapalooza with a Beatle. What, are you okay? He's like, yeah, but... I've never played the Greek. And I'm like, that is a tender story, Justin. Like, respect for the venue. Yeah. You know, because the Greek is such a cool, that's the best outdoor venue in California. You think so? Yeah, I love it. Oh. It's a tiny little amphitheater that in the forest. That is cool. They have respect for the fucking Yeah, that's stage. a cool thing. And then fucking Willie Hunter comes up, and he's like, hey, you're not from the South. I'm from the South. Ah. <laughs> it's just drunk, And Willie. Justin Timberlake is like, Oh, it was nice meeting you. I'm like, oh. It's always one D-bag that ruins it. When you have a nice moment with a celebrity, and you're like, oh, we're not even talking about your celebrity right now. We're just yeah. being humans. And then somebody else comes up. It's like, ah, fuck. Yeah. Dude, I, was, uh, I was wearing an Arcade Fire t-shirt at that thing. Because Sandberg came up to me. He's like, hey, Arcade Fire. I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm friends with uh, Will and Regine. I'm like, of course, of course you are. And then we were like talking about Reflector. And just like, I'm like, oh, you're a big Arcade Fire fan. That makes me like you a yeah. lot more. <laughs> like, I already liked him. but Yeah, you can hit it off on just that level. Yeah. Music is a, it brings people together, which is what festivals are all about. They really you know? are. And with the way that the music industry has come, there's only going to be more and more and more festivals because that's the only way where bands can make money anymore. Like, people don't sell music anymore. No one buys albums. That's right. It's just live stuff. Yeah. That's why there's a mil- Remember when uh, Lollapalooza, or when uh, Woodstock 99, and everyone's like, oh my God, a music festival. This yeah. Is- now they're everywhere. Oh, a music festival. And now there's... Fucking yeah, 600 of them. I this Bonnaroo thing that I got. It's the water bottle. Yeah, yeah. they're everywhere. 
They've all been on the East Coast. There's multiple ones on Governor's Island yeah. in New York. That's different. It's like they're everywhere. They're amazing. Yeah. Let's wrap up, but like. Yeah, that's my advice to everybody. Just like, if you can get the joy fucking Ryan Mervis gets off these things, <laughs> you'll be fucking happy. Just yeah. go. Just fucking save up some cash. Yeah. Find one in your town. It doesn't have to be the biggest one either. The small ones are sometimes more fun. Yeah, because you have more freedom to walk around. Yeah, and I, everything's right there. You don't uh-huh. have to walk 72 miles. Some are in the woods. Yeah. Some are off, some are off of lakes. lakes. The city ones I'm not the biggest fan of. I don't like the city ones. Yeah, because I want to get you away. Have to go, you, one, you, you're not camping, so you have to rent a place or yeah. stay at buddies. But then there's always noise ordinances, so they have to end by 11. And that's annoying. And then you're like, oh, so I'm on mushrooms and acid, and I'm going to a bar? Yeah. Okay, how am I not going to spend a thousand dollars? Right. Like, Blues Fest was great. Those were my first ones, and a wandering out on mushrooms. Like, but it's like a beautiful, safe city, and you just walk around. I was yeah. by myself, and I was like, oh, cool. just walking around this Ottawa. Yeah. Just you know, gacked out on shrooms. But like generally, those the sleeping ones there. It's like there is no end. Yeah. It just pe- more people are sleeping. It it uh, festivals literally change people's lives. People, uh, make, they, people, they, people meet their husbands and wives yeah. there. The the um, Life is Beautiful Fest that my buddy wants me to go to in Vegas that I want to go to because Arcade Fire is playing. And it's his bachelor party. He met his fiance at Coachella. Like, people make connections at Coachella. There was one year at Coachella, my favorite Coachella, uh, the Ratatat year, uh, where they headlined this hair tent. It was, I think it was the Drake year. I did not see Drake. He was voted the worst headliner in Coachella really? history. Yeah. Oh, ho, ho. Plus, he's Drake. So started from the bottom right here. You were a child actor. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But like, there was we. I was camped out, and there was I'm hooked up with a chick in the middle of our campsite on the carpets, and she was like this super babe and just an amazing bright light of a human being. And my buddy Rob came out to get a beer or something, and he walked in on us. I'm like, yes, someone. There's, there's, <laughs> there's evidence. A witness. To that. Someone saw us. Someone saw us. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, magical little things happen like that. But there's so many things about music festivals that are great, and I can't think of a single negative one except sometimes you spend some too much money. Sure, but then looking back on it years later, you're like, yeah, I don't you, care that, about those the, memories the, are worth it. The money is don't it's consider it anymore. Yeah. yeah, the money is fleeting. The memories are forever. Yeah. All right, thanks, Mervis. Where can people find you if they want to? Um, do you do Twitter or Instagram? Or anything? I'm on. I'm on the Instagram and the Twitter. Uh, at Ryan Mervis. Okay. M I R V I S. Yeah. I tried to get at Merv, and then yeah. it's some Japanese girl that blocked me now. <laughs> you asked for it, and she was like, okay. Like, hey, I offered money. Really? Whatever. <laughs> Fuck you. But block. yeah, at Ryan Mervis, uh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I guess Facebook, too. If you see him at a festival, what should people give you besides a hug? All I want is a hug. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you don't Maybe take that drug, five. so it's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, you can buy me a beer, I guess. You're the festival queen, man. Yeah. There, you know, there's two you guys. You really are the festival queen. There's two guys. I'd like to think of myself as the, the fun uncle of the festival. <laughs> like, because I'm not the festival dad. Well, I might be the festival dad, because I am pretty responsible safety-wise. Safety first, then yeah. teamwork, then but friendship. Drugs also. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we have a, a camp slogan. It's uh, safety first, then teamwork, then friendship, then mouth stuff, if there's time. <laughs> and mouth stuff, there's no time. Hand stuff, sure. <laughs> um, but there's two dudes that I want to hook up with uh, that are similar to their, their group's Merv, I think. There's a, the festival guy and the festival lawyer uh, that I just recently, I'm like, you know what, I should actually 
email these guys or something because they're very similar. One of them just put out a book about like festival goers handbook kind of thing. Really? And because I was I had the scribblings of the beginning of the same thing. I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. This, so what? Do your own thing. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. travel writing. It's like yeah. No one's the first to travel writing, or someone is, but like a thousand years ago. But it's just like your version. Fromers of it. is a thousand years old. There's like yeah, there's this Egyptian uh, tale of a travel travel writer from like hieroglyphics. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, he's like, here's where you hide your drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, you have your own version of it. Yeah, 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 for sure. Is this because there's so many different takes on festivals too? And I do like it how it's trying to make everybody else's festival as best of a time as you can. Makes your festival better. It's golden rule shit. Yeah, it's yeah, treat people the way you want to be yeah, treated. Yeah, that's all you really need to fucking do. All right, thanks, Marvis. Yeah, thank you, man. Good to see you. Yeah. It's so fucking long. It's been too long, dude. So, yeah, I was heard you got fired. I was like, fuck. Yeah. So it's cool to see you back here again anyway. It's been a minute, yeah. All right. He's going the distance. He's going for speed. She's all alone. All alone in a time of need. Because he's racing and pacing and plotting the course. He's fighting and fighting and riding on his horse. He's going the distance. Boom goes the dynamite. That's the episode, everybody. Where is Maria? I want to bring a lady to my apartment tomorrow. And she's coming to clean today. And she's not here. And I need to take a dump and a shower. Can I do that when a cleaning lady is here? In the age of Me Too, can I do that? Um, I guess if I leave the door open. And then go, Maria. Oh, Maria. Um, that's the episode. Okay, so turns out that Burt Kreischer did not. Ah, oh, damn it! I'll do this later. Um. So anyway, sorry, I had to take that phone call. So Bert, I was at his house doing uh a What's Burning with Burt Kreischer, me and Renazisi. Um, went over. We did a what's it's it's his cooking show. It's Bert's cooking show. If you don't know about it, it's on the All Things Comedy channel. Um, fun show. Glad to do it. Fun, fun time. But it turns out this fucking dipshit fuck fuck who stole all my records and destroyed them. I am happy and at the same time upset to say that Bert got me. He did not destroy my records. He had found other records and destroyed those. Um, and I looked quite the fool. Quite the fool. So, Bert, I will not be home invading your family. I now have my records back. Your family is safe. Isla, Georgia, your daddy is going to remain your real daddy. You will not be getting a, a sober father. You'll be maintaining your drunk, obese father. Actually, is he even obese anymore? What was the math on that? Forget. Let me do it real quick. Is, is, is Bert still obese? Is Bert? I wonder how many, how much you would have to enter into Google before you find is Bert still? I S. Okay, no. Bert, no. Still. Is Bert still on Sesame Street? <laughs> no. 
O B E S Oh, it doesn't come up at all. Let me do Burt Kreischer. It's Burt Kreischer on Netflix. Nobody will be. He will be in uh, September. Remember the end of August. End of August, by the way. Last weekend of August. Schumfest this year. Schumfest. Around the 25th, 26th, something like that. The last Friday, Saturday, Sunday in August. This year, that's when it falls out. Which is... 25th, 26th, and 27th, I suggest if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, get outside, enjoy the nearly full moonlight while you do mushrooms, and that's it. Um, all right, Mervis, no. Wait, okay, is Burt Kreischer on Netflix married? Burt Kreischer, Kreischer's net worth? Oh, what is this? Burt Kreischer's net worth? $1 million? <laughs> what? And why are you taking out money from the bank to add on to your fucking house? If you have a million dollars, just fucking pay for it. Let's go back to it. Is Burt Kreischer... Kreischer... Still... Still... Oh, no, it's not there. But when I enter that, how they got fat. Come here, wants you to challenge you in a marathon, top partying school. No. Okay. BMI. Let's search for this. Height. Burke Kreischer, six foot one. Oop, no, wait. Two. What did he say? 217, right? Height, six feet. One inch. Overweight! Burt Kreischer's overweight. Congratulations, Burt. Oh, wow, it could have been 225, 228. No, 228's obese. 227's underweight. He's, wow, Burt's not obese. Congratulations again, Burt. <sighs> your overweight body, your overweight person fooled me into thinking that you would destroy these records. I now have them back. I have brought them back to Los Angeles. I'm looking at my mom's Mabley right now. Uh, fans sent him a bunch of other ones, so I have stolen those. Uh, Bright Eyes double album. Uh, Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats. Oh, you know he wanted that one. Nirvana Live at Reading. Ooh. Heart. Heart Bad Animals. Is Which one's a heart one is this? I think I had this when I was little. What about love? Yeah, man. This is the one I had on tape in Sleepaway Camp. What about love? Nothing at all. Yeah, this is a good album. I did not know that they were really badass. I only heard bad. Oh, a Donovan CD. That means two of them. Guitar Ramblers. Zeppelin. Yeah, these are great. Steve Martin. I really made out like a band of this. So now all that's left is to get a record player. I should for sure get a record player so I can actually play these records. <laughs> <laughs> what would you think I actually played records? It was just something I wanted to get into later. Just an idea that I wanted to get into. Oh, it would be cool if I, if I uh, you know, listen to records. Where would I even put a record player? Oh, and this new credenza. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the episode. Did you enjoy it? I really did. I really did. Don't forget to watch Michelle Wolf's new show on Netflix. Support her. She's been on this podcast. 
and my friend Jeff Tomzik. New movie Tag is out June 15th. So be ready for that. Oh, that's over a month away. Oh, fuck that. No. Ignore that. Um, I'll say something about it later. Um, and I guess that's it, you guys. Washington, D.C., June 1st through the 3rd. San Francisco, June 21st, 22nd, and 23rd with Steve Simone. It's going to be a fucking killer show. Killer shows. The Ari Shafir Jew Tour will make its debut as a full, full show at the Edinburgh Festival. But this is fucking club ready. And then here, I don't get to do just, just an hour. I get to do more than an hour. So uh, they're all fucking great shows right now. I'm really, Australia was fucking killer. And these D.C. and San Francisco shows are a big killer, too. And then uh, a storytelling show at the uh, Village Underground, June 11th. Surprise lineup, as always. Where is Maria? I'm just going to take a shower. If she gets here, she gets here. Where the fuck is that notebook? The only thing I can think of is, is that Simone's underneath the counter or something. Maybe at Tomzik's office. I don't know. God, it's frustrating. All those ideas gone. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's the episode. Ari Shafir's episode 325. Is that right? Um, Festival Fun Uncle. With Ryan Mervis. I'm slowing down so I can actually load up my podcast. Yep, 325. Over and out. Look at that booty, show me the booty, give me the booty, I want the booty, back up the booty, I need the booty, I like the booty, oh what a booty, shaking that booty, I saw the booty, I want the booty, Lord what a booty, bring on the booty, give up the booty, loving the booty, round booty, down for the booty, I want the booty, hunting the booty, chasing the booty, casing the booty, getting the booty, beautiful booty, smoking booty, talk to the booty, more booty, fine booty. All about the booty, big old booty, serious booty, amazing booty. I take the booty, where's the booty? Stare at the booty, walk in the booty, touching the booty. Who's got the booty? Grabbing the booty, rubbing the booty, loving the booty, hugging the booty, kissing the booty, holding the booty, watching the booty, kicking the booty. Sleeping booty, screaming booty, harder booty, softer booty, sweeter booty, sour booty, new booty, used booty, whose booty, sister's booty, your mama's booty, cooking booty, mean booty, good luck with the booty, fawn booty, home booty, road booty, found booty, covered booty, bad booty, sweated booty, powdered out booty, bad booty, sadder booty, wide booty, wider booty. Double wide booty. Live for the booty, yell at the booty, suing the booty, scared of the booty, expensive booty, cheap booty, discount booty, rented booty, leashed booty, selling the booty, working booty, easy booty, sleazy booty, greasy booty. Need a lot more booty, wet booty, dry booty. I hope that one's my booty, pretty booty, pity booty. Little bitty booty, beautiful booty, caressing the booty, dissing the booty, missing the booty, messing with the booty. Oh, what a wonderful.
wonderful booty, powerful booty, finding the booty, give me the booty. Wake up booty, breakfast booty, lunch booty, supper booty, dinner booty, expensive booty, cheap booty, buffet booty, hot booty, cold booty, takeout booty, delivery booty, all booty. Booty, 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 boo